Welcome, everyone, to episode 233 of the Thumbsick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. American. Will. Corey. Uh, today's topic is our 2016 games preview. Usually we split these up into two episodes, but I think we're only going to do one this year. Um, I feel like a lot of the ga- the unscheduled releases are probably not going to come out this year, and we, we each picked a, a handful of them to, to cover for this, this week's episode. So that's our main topic. Anybody have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? I do. What do you got? Played some Dying Light. Nice. Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Was that one you didn't play last year? No, I didn't play that Metal Gear Witcher. So oh. I'm going to try and hit all of them as early as possible. So you played Metal Gear 5. Yeah. Nice. And GSV. Oh, yeah. I played Soma mm-hmm. and Rocket League. <laughs> nice. And that's it. Okay. Corey, over three weeks? No, that's not it. What have you played since the last episode? Oh, I episode? beat episode one of Life is Strange. Okay. So we can talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Battlefront, I've been playing with Alex. That's, okay. yeah, that's been, really it. Yeah. Somebody's got to fucking take Rocket League from me. It's literally ruining my gaming. Hmm. That's a little more difficult than taking a I know, FIFA disc. If it's digital. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> On two platforms. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Corey, anything you want to tease? Yeah, I fully intended to play a lot of two more obscure games, the Super Mario Remaker, mm-hmm. the PC version that somebody's building, Yeah, which I actually did play a little bit of, but I'll explain why I didn't play more of a little bit later on. And then the other one is uh, Twilight Rising, the Zelda-inspired MMORPG. Huh. That's pretty cool. But don't yeah. get too excited because... It kept crashing every time I tried to create an account. Gotcha. So okay. That's about all I'm going to say about that. But I was really looking forward to playing it and talking about it. Well, I want to hear about it at least because I'm sure you did a little research on it. A little. What's yeah. this? What's this called, Corey? <laughs> Twilight Rising. Okay. Oh, and then uh, the only thing I'm going to tease is we're going to be talking about the the big news this week, which is the Oculus Rift price. So we'll be talking about that a little bit during nibble bits. At least I'm sure we'll talk about it for a few minutes. So. Uh, without further ado, let's get right into the episode, shall we? Sure. Uh, so I'm first. Uh, I have January. I'm not going to cover the games that already came out in January because they're already out. So we will start with January 12th. On January 12th, uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles India is coming out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. It is the second part of the Assassin's Creed Chronicles series. It takes place in 1841 India when the Sikh Empire is at war with the East India Company. So these are the, uh, I guess they're called 2.5 dimensional side-scrolling platformer type games. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> looks interesting. Um, I've heard mixed things about the Assassin's Creed Chronicles series. Just like the main series. Yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to look <laughs> at it, Well, Yeah, I actually have one of those games on my loadout too, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched a video of it because I really – not sure I heard anything about it until now. Right. And it kind of reminded me of a game like Mark the, uh, Mark of the Ninja. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, with the ability to, you know, once you get to a corner to go around it, that's where the .5 dimensions yep. comes from. Just adding a little bit of that third dimension. Yeah. It looked cool. Yeah. Um, but apparently, like you said, I think the Metacritic score uh, is relatively low for, for China. Yeah. Uh, next on my list, Gemini Heroes Reborn for Xbox One. 
it's a I guess the first person action game set in the Heroes Reborn universe, the television show. So when I read that, I didn't have any more interest in it. I I do want to watch Heroes Reborn, but the those games tend to not be great. So mm-hmm. no more on that. Uh, also on January twelfth, Gone Home Console Edition is coming to the PS4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Is it twenty <laughs> bucks? I don't know. Actually, I hope not. No, oh, I'm. I bet you it is. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. It's gonna be a full sixty dollars game. <laughs> $60 for two hours worth of walking around. You get to walk around your neighbor's house now. <laughs> your house and your neighbor's house. Because your neighbor has naughty pics of... <laughs> not, naughty selfies. I don't know. I, Moving on. Tharsis. I don't think this was here when I did my research earlier. Tharsis for P- PC and PS4. I'm just going to click on it because... Surprise game. Clickbait. Oh, I did look at that one. And I didn't. None of it really made sense to me, so we'll skip that Tharsis. one. Tharsis, Tharsis, yeah. Uh, also on the twelfth, the Banner Saga is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. The first one, yeah. right? Yep, the first one. The okay. second one is due at some point this year. Don't know. No release date yet. That's a good one if you haven't played it. Yeah, I, I really this January. Yep, I really like the Banner Saga. Um, it's good stuff. And I probably only twenty. I think it was twenty bucks, maybe yeah. like, or twenty five. It seems like a twenty dollar buy, yeah. from what I remember. I would say thirty tops, but I don't think it was thirty. I think it was twenty. Yeah, I I think like it was, was twenty. Nineteen ninety nine or whatever. Um, and then also on the twelfth, a game called That Dragon Cancer for PC, Macintosh, and Android. Now, this was an interesting game. It's a game about a family story involving their child, Joel, and his, his diagnosis of cancer as a one-year-old. It's a true story of the Green family who wanted their story told via an interactive medium. They didn't feel like a movie or whatever would um, portray their story as well as a video game would. Just sounds up my alley. Um, it's got a really neat-looking art style, too. Uh, I probably will not play it, only because emotionally i don't know if i could handle that yeah seems like it's going to be an emotional game so when's this come out uh january 12th there's also gonna be a documentary um scheduled for 2016 i'm having a hard time reading my (laughs) already. i'm sorry Uh, what what platform is that uh pc macintosh and android Uh. pc mac and android uh, a documentary is also scheduled for 2016, showing the last few years of Joel's life and also the making of the video game. So that's a really, really interesting sounding game. Wow. Uh, maybe at some point I'll get to that. But I got it's a bold it's prediction. Sad. What's that? That's Polygon's game of the year, right? Do you think? There. Yeah, oh yeah. I could see that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah. My first bold prediction. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's a good one. It's not bold enough, Eric. No. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you know what? You're right. Anybody can see that coming. I don't That's know, there a are a couple one. other uh, Fulbright games coming out this year that I'm going to talk about, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> uh, January 15th, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen for PC. The PC port gods were answering my prayers with this one. I've been asking for a PC port for this one for a while now. Uh, developed and published by Capcom, finally. Did you buy it already? No, that's I, I've got to wait until... I'm going to buy it, like, the day it comes out. Okay. I guess. Thanks, Dan. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, Oxenfree is coming out for PC and Xbox One. I heard about that, but I don't remember. Yeah. 
I, Is that the I, sequel to Ali Ali? Ali Ali Oxen Free. <laughs> How dare you, Corey? It's funny because right, Ali Ali is actually over. is a video game. Yeah. So that's this what pod- are the chances? Podcast is over. I quit. Intelligence by Corey. <laughs> January nineteenth, a boy in his blob for PC, PS4, PS Vita, and Xbox One. Uh, this is the Wii version of A Boy in His Blob, which is a reimagining of the old A Boy in His Blob video games. Looks kind of cool. Yeah. does look neat. I'll get it on a sale at some point, probably. In a Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle, yeah. That's the best place to buy a game like that. Sure. Definitely. Uh, also on January 19th, The Darkest Dungeon for PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, and PS Vita. Uh, that was developed by Red Hook Studios. Oh, I should say PC, Mac, and Linux is coming out on the 19th. Uh, PS4 and PS Vita are quarter two releases. So no no announced uh, release date on that yet. But it has a player with managing a roster of heroes as the they explore the dungeons beneath a mansion that the player inherits. The prime mechanic in the game is a stress level for heroes, which increases with combat and exploration. So if they see uh, one of their friends in their group like get hurt, they might develop a like a psychosis about that and you have to you have to manage that sort of stuff as, That's awesome. as you're playing in the game. I'm yeah. probably gonna buy that game. It's gonna be a buy for me too. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna get on the nineteenth. It's been in early access for a while now. I've uh, almost bought it a couple of times. It's been on sale a couple of times yeah. and I'm it was I think it was like eleven dollars during the Steam holiday sale. I was like mm. It's just bad timing. That's coming to consoles too, right? Yes. Quarter yeah. quarter two for PS4 and Vita. Oh, quarter two. Quarter two, yep. I'm going to hold off for it. Um, the stress cause is mostly negative, but also some positive effects that the player must manage. So, uh, It's also got a really unique art style. It's very like dark and like red. It looks very, very cool. And it's, uh, it's well-reviewed. People seem to love it. Yeah. So. That's a buy for me too, Eric, definitely. Um, also on the 19th, Gemini Heroes Reborn for PC and PS4. We already talked about that. Resident Evil Zero HD Remaster for PC, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. That needs no further explanation. Is there a Resident Evil every year? Something? It's it's a, Well, these are remasters. I think they're just going to go through and remaster all the old okay. Resident Evils. But yes, you're right. There is a new Resident Evil every year. I feel like every year we talk about something Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. they're pumping, they're milking that for all it's worth. Yep. Yeah. Capcom. <laughs> Capcom. Has anyone ever uh, released a remaster of a remaster? No, but that's coming. In, next gen. In, I was going to say, yeah, next gen. Like five or six years down the road, there will be remasters of remasters. I nominate Capcom. Too. You think it's going to be Capcom? Yeah. Resident Evil? They'll be leading the charge for remasters yep. of remasters. Thumping the drum. Also on January 19th, The Deadly Tower of Monsters for PC and PS4. I had never heard anything about this game. But when I read the description, it seemed interesting. It's developed by Ace Team uh, and published by Atlas. It's a sci-fi B-movie turned video game. So it's you're just playing as an actor in a video game but it's supposed to be a really bad science fiction movie, um, complete with bad special effects. Apparently in some of them you can see, like, uh, there's one where a giant gorilla hand comes out, but you can see that it's only part of the hand and, like, a stick controlling it from, like, off screen. Uh, and poor acting. But it, it seems interesting. It's an isometric Diablo-esque type of, type of looking game. Um, really? But, yeah. I don't know how it's going to be, but it, it just looked interesting. It was different, you know? 
Wow. It seems to be self-aware that it's, you know, uh, a B-movie yeah. turned video game. I kind of like that concept for uh, for a game. That's why I decided to talk a little bit more about it. It seems interesting. Uh, January 20th, Homeworld Deserts of Karak. Karak. For PC, developed by Blackbird Interactive and published by Gearbox. It is a prequel to the Homeworld games, set 100 years before. Um, obviously, Gearbox recently acquired the IP to Homeworld. Homeworld Remastered came out early, early last year, which is Homeworld 1 and 2 Remastered. I have it. I haven't played it yet. I've been meaning to play it. Um, and yeah, this is their first first game that they made in the Homeworld thing, other than the remaster, which is supposed to be a, supposedly a good remaster. Yeah, a lot of people really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, January 21st, Hy- Hyrule Warriors Legends for 3DS. This is the 3DS version of Hyrule Warriors don't need to explain it. That showed up in March, too. March? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Uh-oh. A couple of the game lists that I looked at were... Uh, oh, yeah, it is in March. <laughs> oh, you know too. what? I wonder if it's coming out in Japan. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. I think that's what A means, Japan-only release on here. Yeah. Well, there'll be more about it in March. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk about that one. Also, on the twenty first, Yakuza Yakuza Kiwami. That's a Japan only release for PS3 and PS4. Uh, January twenty second, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam 3DS. Uh, it's developed by Alpha Dream and published by Nintendo. It's the fifth entry in the Mario and Luigi series with crossover elements from the Paper Mario series. So, seems interesting. I probably won't buy it. Maybe maybe later. Depends how it reviews for me. Yeah. Also on January 22nd, Death by Game Show for PC, Mac, and Linux. I didn't look further into that one. January 26th, Final Fantasy Explorers for the 3DS. Uh, Developed and published by Square Enix. It's an action RPG featuring job-oriented combat against classic Final Fantasy monsters and summons. If I still had my 3DS, I would consider buying that. Yeah, I I, I thought it looked stupid. What is it? Final Fantasy Explorers. I thought the buzz was pretty positive on it. (laughs) No, the buzz was negative because <laughs> what it was at one of the. <laughs> He's muted. We've got go. the other dog. <laughs> uh, it was it was one of the ones that I think they showed at what was it E3 maybe, and, it and was... people thought it was going to be something else. Yeah, yeah, because they, they said, and we have a surprise for Final Fantasy people. That's right. That it yes, was the Explorer. <laughs> was it that? Yeah. Because I was I I thought it, that was on the Sony show. Is it the kid? or is it the same game that is also going to be on Vita? This is the one with like the childish looking models with yeah. like the big heads. That was Explorers. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. pretty sure. Pretty sure yeah. yeah. Is that also coming to Vita? Maybe. I don't know. That, because I, I could have sworn that was on Sony's thing and not Nintendo's thing, but maybe it was on Nintendo's thing. Well, there isn't there no, like World 3DS. of Final Fantasy. Maybe that's what it is. And then there's Final Fantasy Explorers. There's a couple different ones. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm getting it confused. With a little oversaturation else. going on with B-list Final Fantasy games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're into C-list, Eric. C-list. Yeah. Uh, that one yeah, is yeah. only 3DS, Dan. Yeah. Um, what was that one you played, Core on Mobile? Final Fantasy Dimensions. Yeah, that's or a C All the Bravest. One. All the Bravest. That's a C one, right? Well, yes. Leave definitely. all the Bravest alone. Crystal Chronicles. Crystal Chronicles was B. decent. For a, a B, yeah, it was a B game. It was a uh, co-op game, a good co-op game. It's a Rain Wilson. 
<laughs> I, love, I love Rain Wilson. How dare you? Also on January January 26th, Lego Marvel's Avengers. Uh, for PC, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS3, PS4, PS Vita, Wii U, and 3DS. I don't need to explain what Lego Marvel Adventures is. No. Avengers. That's pretty pretty self-explanatory. We all know the Lego games by now. Uh, also on January 26th, The Witness for PC, iOS, and PS4. The iOS version is coming out later. It's coming out for PC and PS4. That's on my the, first buy of 2016. Uh, yeah, that's one I've been looking forward to for a long time. It is developed and published by Thecla Incorporated. Uh, it's Jonathan Blow's latest game, inspired by Myst, first-person puzzle game. When I first heard about it, I, di- I didn't really like the concept of it uh, until I played Talos Principle. Then I realized how good first-person puzzle-type games could be. Yeah. Um, because that was awesome. So, Boy, the dogs are determined they're just, to fuck with us They're tonight. just going to ruin the show. Let's just let's just call it an episode. Corey had a quick right. mute on his. He's gotcha. got a cute, quick mid- mute y- finger. Mid yell too. Yeah, mid yell. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the witness. Uh, it's looking awesome. I'm yeah. very excited for it. Uh, that's also a buy for me. Yeah, me that'll too. be my second buy, I guess, of January. Cool. So, I guess it's also going to get an actual physical release like later on down the road. So, like, why did he do that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think I see Life is Strange has got has got a physical release. Yeah. Minecraft got it too. I mean, I think there's I think there's still a handful of holdouts for the digital, and there's also some people that have like really bad internet, especially in the United States. Uh, you know, people that live out in the in the sticks that only have dial up or DSL. Fair enough. Um, but still, like I would just take my system over to a friend's house and download it there. Yeah. I think. If it was me. It's for the people that live days. in the sticks that also don't have friends. <laughs> that could be where that could be it, yeah. Yeah. The very it's niche. Possible. Group. <laughs> um, I think what what they go for with those though is like uh like special edition type stuff, you know. Yeah. Collectors. So fair enough. Um January twenty seventh, slain with a exclamation point. Ooh. For <laughs> PC. Slain. Yeah. It's excited about itself. Yeah. <laughs> didn't I didn't do any research about that one either. Very uh, self-indulgent yeah, video game. Uh, January 28th, Dragon Quest Builders. That's a Japan-only release for P- P- PS3, PS4, and PS Vita. Um, it's a supposedly a voxel Minecraft-like building game set in, in the Dragon Quest universe. Uh, I'm Scared for PC, Mac, and Linux, also on January 28th. Um, it was uh, somewhat an, an interesting-looking um, horror game. Hmm. I briefly looked into that one. I was like, oh, I'll pass. Because also on January 28th, Rise of the Tomb Raider is coming out for PC. Mm. Oof, boy. So that's also a buy. That's my third buy for January. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've just got the one. Damn it. I'm going to wait for Darkest Dungeon on console. That's Yeah, that's fair. Um, damn it. It's, it's, I'm going to buy a lot of games this year. Already. <laughs> Already. Uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about Rise of the Tomb Raider. No. Speaks for itself speaks, at this point. Speaks for itself, absolutely. Best game that came out that day, that last year. On that day. Yeah. I don't have enough experience with it to determine that yet. I think I could safely say it's probably a better overall, overall game. game. Quality-wise, yeah. Yeah, quality-wise. I think that's, that's a safe assumption. That's accurate. Yeah. And I'm a Fallout fanboy. And I oh, that. I liked Fallout 4, don't get me wrong. I'm a fanboy. You are a fanboy. To a fault. <laughs> I saw somebody at it's work a, the it, other day wearing a Fallout uh, Vault 
111 shirt. I've seen people. Was it Tim? No. It wasn't somebody that works here. It was a customer. He was wearing a uh, Brotherhood of Steel shirt that was like Boston something. Mm -hmm. And I was just staring at him and I didn't realize it was Tim. And he's like, why are you checking me (laughs) out, Will? (laughs) Yeah. So. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. 28th. January 29th. Bombshell for PC. Uh, Bombshell is developed by Interceptor Entertainment and published by 3D Realms. Uh, It's the genesis of the lawsuit Gearbox filed on Interceptor while Interceptor was making Duke Nukem Mass Destruction. I feel like I vaguely have this in the back of my mind, um, that whole whole situation. So they ended up having to change the lead to Shelly Harrison, uh, who was a supporting character in the in the Duke Nukem Mass Destruction. But it's an isometric shoot, shooter. Uh, shooter. Yeah, Diablo-esque type of game, but a, but a shooter in the, the 3D isometric whatnot. So that's it for... Oh, no, January also has Final Fantasy IX, but that's to be announced, the PC version of Final Fantasy oh. IX. Is that one your favorite, Final Fantasy? That I've played? No. Did you play nine? I played a little bit of nine. Okay. Uh, I'd like to play it again. Yeah. I liked what I played. I liked the character designs for some reason. Um, they they kind of went for a return to form for that one because yeah. a lot of people complained about six and seven uh, and eight being I've like played more two, Final Fantasies than I realized. Too science fictiony, and that was a little more fantasy. That was kind of returning back to the more fantasy yeah. type of themes. So I've played some of eight, nine, ten, and maybe twelve. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my favorite one of those would probably be 10. Mm-hmm. Which one? What was the one I bought on PSN? 10 and 10 too. Okay. HD. And where does 9 stand? Is that liked by people? Yeah. Okay. Some, that's some people's favorite. It's a minority, but some people do like 9 the best. Because Dark Lie Red said this is the forgotten one. Yeah. So. It is a little bit forgotten. I think it was. It came out like late late generation on the play, on the original PlayStation. Oh, okay. They have some doozies late gen on PlayStation, don't they? Yeah. That... Last of Us? Yeah. Oh, they know how to close it right out. How are they going to close it out with the PS4? <laughs> we'll find out sooner rather than later, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so they can charge me another 500 bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, February. Eric, go ahead. Uh, I just want to preface this by saying I did not go into detail on any of these except for I have some that I highlighted. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read some names off. Okay. <laughs> you're not going to care about any of them. So. Um, Calendula on February 2nd for PC. Cobalt on the 2nd for Xbox One 360 and PC. Digimon Story. Cyber Sleuth for PS4 and PS Vita on the 2nd also. Uh, Digimon was a kind of a cool concept back in the day. I was a little interested in it, but that's about as far as that went. Right. Yeah. Pokemon um, V2. And then the first real big game for me of 2016 on February 5th, a day before my wedding and birthday. Sorry, guys, you're not going to be able to play it that day, probably. <laughs> XCOM 2. I'll call in sick. <laughs> call in, wed- wedding call in sick to the rehearsal. Yeah. Uh, I guess you can, you'll be up at midnight when yeah, it comes out I'll anyway. Be up to play it, no doubt. It's you yeah. other two nerds that won't. Wait, this is, that's coming out already? February 5th. Oh my god, I didn't realize. Yeah? I thought it was Wait, late. Your wedding's on the 6th? Yeah. Uh, just kidding. You want me to see what I can do? Change the date. Because <laughs> we are huge XCOM fans, all of us. Move it back a week. Just a week. <laughs> or a move week. it up. Yeah, and then I also have to move back the date that I moved to Virginia. Yep. I'll just move everything. That's fine. Uh, yeah, so XCOM 2 is one of the ones that I have a little extra for everyone. Uh, obviously, it's a turn-based 
uh, tactical strategic video game from Firaxis. Uh, the last one kind of came out of nowhere for me because I don't, oh, not necessarily call myself a fan of strategic video games, mm-hmm. uh, at least in this kind of setting. But I really, really like the turn-based uh, tactics involved with it, and I like the whole package. Uh, one of my favorite things was when your soldiers died. Yeah. In the like wall of fame mm-hmm. with the bagpipe music playing. I just thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah. Like, the research and all that kind of stuff that went into it. Um, so this one. The twist on this is that you are actually, Earth has been taken over by the aliens. Mm -hmm. So you are on the offensive as opposed to the defensive. Yeah, they said, um, because you're kind of like a group of freedom fighters. Yeah, because XCOM is pretty much defunct Mm -hmm. at that point. Yeah, so you're kind of a rag, you're a little bit of a ragtag yeah. bunch of freedom fighters. And yeah, they said it, like, because in, in this one you're obviously, for the most part, defending. There's a few missions where you had to actively go and attack, but this one is a lot more, um, the the missions are, are, are structured so that you have to be more, more aggressive as yeah. opposed to more defensive. Because okay. in, in the last one, like, if you didn't have to rush to save civilians, like, a lot of times you would just hang back and move really slowly, but yeah. this one... I guess you do have to do a little more, more aggression. Have more aggression. So, cool. Seems awesome. Yeah, it's uh, twenty years after the events of XCOM: Enemy Unknown mm-hmm. in twenty thirty five. Nice. So I'm assuming that's a buy for us. Yeah, definitely. At this table. Yeah. Perfect. And that comes out on only PC. I forgot that that was a PC exclusive. Yeah. For now, I'm sure it'll come to consoles later. Didn't they make kind of a big deal about that though? That it's Just, only going to PC? Yeah, but one of the developers said that they're not opposed to it coming to oh, consoles like later Which on. means it's going to. Yeah. Yes. I'm not going to be able to wait, though. Yeah. Because there's, no, there's no talk that. about it. I mean, right? I'm just, I'll just buy it. You sure? Yeah, I don't care. I'm probably going to end up buying it. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, any games that, like, that I want to have in my library, I'll just buy them. Okay. Uh, moving on to February 9th, which... As it turns out, is a bitch yeah. of a day. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of games coming. A out. lot of shitty games and a lot of good games. Uh, so we'll start right at the top here with Alkaheim's Gun for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Is this one of the good ones? You know it. Ooh. Really dug into that one. <laughs> Arslan, the Warriors of Legend for Xbox One, PS4, and P- PS3. Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia which I believe is the last of the trilogy that they're doing in the Chronicle series. Mm-hmm. First was China, mm-hmm. then India, yep. and then Russia. Also that day you can buy the trilogy pack to get all three of those games. Get right was, on it. I kind of actually am interested in those. I don't I'll think try I'll them get some, them. I'll get them at some point on a sale. Yeah, on a sale probably. This means the next Assassin's Creed won't be in Russia. We already know. Well, that's yeah. a piece of news later. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming somebody tease, tweeted. Tease, tease. Um... So, yeah, Chronicles is coming to Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Dying Light, a uh, new expansion. The following expansion is coming out that day alongside the enhanced edition of Dying Light. So I'm assuming that's just going to come with all the DLC. I'll probably end up getting that. Probably not that day, but at some, some point. point. I do want to play that again. I kept my save file. so. Um, and then Firewatch, which is one that I think we're all pretty excited about. Mm-hmm. At least I know Dan and, and Will are. Um, so anyway, Firewatch is a first-person adventure game, and that is from Campo Santo, developed by Campo Santo and published by Panic. Um, the thing about this that kind of sets it apart for me as an adventure game, because, I don't know, 
those games are cool, but I do kind of lose interest in them. Mm -hmm. The thing that caught my eye was with this is that you have contact with one person throughout the game, and Mm -hmm. it's your manager. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just thought that was kind of cool, and you can only speak to her through walkie-talkie. And I guess you have, like, choices with how you respond to her, and they can sway, like, the kind of relationship that you build with her and what happens. So that's pretty interesting to me. The initial thing that that dragged me into being interested in this game was the art style. Yeah, yeah no, um, it's got an awesome art that style. That really, uh, just sc- looking at screens of the game, I was like, oh my god, I have to play this. And then reading up on it, I became, like like Eric, interested in the concept of it. I, yeah. think, I think there's a lot of neat things that they could do with that. So. See, I'll just read a, a quick little snippet here. Uh, Firewatch takes place in the Wyoming wilderness in 1989. Um, players take on the role of Henry, a fire lookout who is assigned to his own tower in Shoshone National Forest. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but through exploration of the surrounding area, Henry uncovers clues about mysterious occurrences in the vicinity that are related to the ransacking of his tower while out on a routine patrol. Henry's only form of communication is a walkie-talkie connecting him to his supervisor, Delilah. Um, yeah, so that's that's basically it. But it looked really interesting. It kind of gives you an uneasy feeling. Yeah. Um, but in a cartoony way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't look scary. It looks more mysterious. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, really looking forward to that one. Next on the list is another one I'm kind of excited for. I, the, the price point will uh, be the determining factor whether I buy this uh, on February 9th. Gravity Rush Remastered. Is coming to PS4. That was one that was only on PS Vita previously. And I actually played a little bit of it, uh, and I enjoyed what I played. I just never kind of went back to it because handheld games just don't do it for me, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so the game is set in a floating city of Hexville. Yeah, something like that. It begins with a player character called Cat who has lost her memory. She then runs into a mysterious black cat that gives her the power to control gravity. And... That's kind of how you get around the world mm-hmm. um, through gravity, and it's it's really kind of a neat game. I haven't it's played. Po- it's very popular. It is. It's uh, one of the best games on Vita. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty unanimous. And I haven't really played another game like it. Yeah. Um, Which maybe is Bayonetta a nice reminded me a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And they're actually making another Gravity Rush for PS4. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't played that, now's your chance. Um. Next. I did not look into this one anymore, Dan. If you want to jump in, I know you're excited for Mighty Number no. Nine. Mm-hmm. You have anything to say about that? It's if you played a Metroid game, that's what it is. I thought that was a Mega Man. Mega Man. I'm sorry. Okay. I, get, I I mix those two up. Everybody's in our age now, Dan. Consistent basis. Yeah, Mega Man. It's a it's a. I guess was was done by some of the original developers yeah. of of Mega Man. So that's so. for Xbox One, 360, PS4, PS3, Wii U, 3DS, Vita. PC, Mac, and Linux. Everyone's everything. covered. Yep, everything. What about Oya? No Oya. No Oya. Still no Oya support. <laughs> um, <laughs> next, Ner- still on February 9th, by the way, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. Has anyone played any of the first three? No, we always cover Naruto Shippuden games when we do, <laughs> do it. We? Yeah, every year. Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Uh, somebody should play one of those just for shits and giggles. Yeah. How much, we, how much we, is it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy the new one. <laughs> Maybe hit last year's copy. I'll, I'll look into yeah, it. Get a used one or a uh, sale. Maybe. Um, Neverwinter Underdark for Xbox One. I'm assuming is some sort of expansion for Neverwinter, which is an MMO. Yeah. Um, 
I really did want to play Neverwinter. Yeah. I just don't have that kind of time anymore. I don't either. MMOs, man. They're free to play, right? Back in the day, though. Yeah. Yeah. I played it. Did you? Yeah. What did you think of it? Do you remember? I think I liked it, but like you said, just no time. Yeah. Kind of games, you know. Yeah, you enough. really need to have time to commit to to MMORPGs, you know. If you're not yeah. going to get balls deep in it, there's no sense in playing. Yep. Yeah. Um, next on the list, still February 9th. Actually, last February 9th release that I have, uh, and one that I'm really excited for is Unravel. Mm-hmm. Uh, developed by Coldwood Interactive, published by Electronic Arts. Believe it or not. Uh, putting something artistic out, yeah, which is nice and different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a physics-based puzzle platform game. So a little synopsis of the story here, and this is all new information to me, and it's from Wikipedia. During the game's introduction, an old woman is seen looking out her window before she adjusts a picture of a baby and picking up a ball of yarn. As she proceeds upstairs, a lone ball of yarn rolls out of shot. Yarny, who is the main character, an Anthro, anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic. Yeah. Okay. Creature made of red yarn. What does that mean? Uh, something that's not human, but with human characteristics. Okay. Gotcha. Made of yarn, and the game's protagonist then walks into the shot. Is visibly staring around in wonder of his environment. According to Salem, the yarn that makes up Yarny represents love and. That the character unravels as they travel away from what they love. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of an interesting thought. Yeah. Uh, but Yarny's a cute little devil. Yeah. So, uh, looking forward to that one. Yeah. And that's going to uh, be a buy for me, for uh, sure. Oh, it's definitely a buy for me, too. The graphics look amazing yeah, on it. The art is fantastic. It looks... Everything looks real. And it's it's one of those type of games that, yep. that everything looks real. It's re- really nice looking. And that's for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Um, February 15th, The Ship Remastered for PC. Is anybody familiar with The Ship? Corey's got The Ship, don't you? Yeah. In your Steam library? Is that any good? Or? No. Okay. <laughs> interesting, so, interesting concept. Needed where... a remaster then. Well, I don't know. Because it is a good idea. Uh, it's one of those games I bought in a period when I wasn't really into computer games and I was just at Walmart. I was like, I just feel like playing a computer game. So I bought one that was relatively cheap that I thought looked cool. And I think it's actually a Valve-made game. Huh. I can look. Or, yeah. Uh, but anyway, the concept is you're on a ship with a bunch of other passengers, and you have one person you need to kill, but you can't telegraph that you need to kill them because then they can kill you. Okay. Yeah, it's like a murder party, murder mystery party. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. And, yes, you're right, Valve distributed. Yeah. Who's the developer? Outer Light. Okay. That was actually the game that first game that required me to install Steam. Oh, to play. wow! So the original came out um, in 2006. Yep. So yeah, remaster coming at you. It sounds kind of interesting. It actually. does. It does sound interesting. <laughs> Just play Corey's copy. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, it's not the remaster though. Yeah. That's true. It's not, it doesn't have that sheen on it. I need to hold up. <laughs> um, moving along, February 16th. Something you guys are probably interested in. Pillars of Eternity: The White March Part Two. Mm-hmm. Is that just some sort of expansion? Yeah, it's the yeah the second part of the expansion. I okay. I want to get to it because there's like there's a the Witcher. I want to play the Witcher expansions, but like I'm pressed for Fallout, time as it DLC, is. With, I would love to do all that stuff. But I don't know if I'm gonna have time. 
Like I'd rather play base games, I think, than DLC. But that's one that I would play definitely if I if I do get to D- any DLC. I'm hoping to year. go back to Fallout and The Witcher both this yeah. month before The Witness comes out. Yep. Rocket League. <laughs> Damn it. Yep. Uh, also February 16th, Project X Zone Two for 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess this is probably a pretty big release for some people. Uh, I guess the biggest news is that it's a PS4 console exclusive, also coming to PC, Street Fighter Five, um, on February 16th. So obviously a fighting game. Yeah. Um, not much to really go over there. I not, can, not in our wheelhouse, really. No, I always, I want it to be in my wheelhouse, but it just isn't. Yeah. Same here. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. have, same thing. I don't have the time to get really good. Uh, some of the characters that I recognize, uh, Ryu, uh, Ken, M. Bison, Dalsim, Zangief, who I always really liked, and Vega, Guile, and Balrog. Those are the ones that I recognize. I think the last Street Fighter game I played was, like, Street Fighter 2. My thing with console games is if it's exclusive, I feel like I almost have to buy it. Right. I don't... I, I'm going to try and hold off on this one. Yeah. I'm gonna try. Is it, is it going to be 60 yeah. bucks? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it'll be 60 bucks. Yeah, let's split it. All right. Will and I are going to split it. God. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. It's it's exclusive. I, I, I want to like Street Fighter. Like I want to like every fighting game. Same here, but I just don't. I think they're all, like, good in yeah, their own way. I really liked Mortal Kombat X yeah. last year. It was fucking great. And I, I had every intention of buying, like, the, the DLC characters like Jason. Yeah. I liked watching Jason play. It was awesome. I think, too, like, nowadays with online, I think that that gives more legs to fighting games than, yeah. than like, even early It gives more... Xbox. I feel like it gives more legs to fighting games than, it, than, like, Battlefront has. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, there's certainly going to be the hardcore players, but that's something that you can just... Like pop in, pop in, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And play for a little bit. Get your butt kicked. Yeah, get, get that ass whooped, and then back out. So that's February sixteenth. Uh, February nineteenth, and I, I'm gonna let you guys talk more about this than than I am, um, because you know a lot about it. Fire Emblem Fates comes out for 3ds, uh, and there's two different versions: oh, Birthright and Conquest. Well, there's three different. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's kind of hard to explain. So. Which the, is why I thought I'd leave it up to you. <laughs> yeah. The story is split into there's two like main factions and the like each each version you play as like primarily in one faction or That's the other. That's kinda cool. One country is conquering another country. Um, so like one version you play the conquest one, that's where you play the country that's taking over the other country. Uh, and then Fates or what's the other one called? Birthright. A, birthright. Birthright, yeah, birthright. They're the that's peaceful the, nation. That's the one where you're the peaceful nation and you try to repel um, the invasion. So, which one are you more interested in? I'll probably get both. Well, I know, but like, just from a player's perspective, which which interests you more to play from? Probably conquest. Really, the attack. Yeah, I I'd think rather so. defend. Um, only because I felt like the other game was a little more defensive. Okay. Uh, like yeah. like XCOM, yeah. So in this one, it, it's you know you're you're being more aggressive and you have to attack. So that that it, it's a different uh, different strategy, I guess, going into it. Do you know um, how much both of them are? I think they're just full price games. Like forty. weren't weren't wasn't I going to buy one and you were going to buy one yeah. and then we were going to switch? Yeah, we can do that. Swapsies. Yeah, but I think if you buy both of them, you get like a third you get the third revelation. One. Yeah, which. We'll have to figure all that out at some point. So wait, but. can we, like, if one of us gets the money to buy both of them, and then we would get the third one? 
I, yeah. So again, it's confusing. I Nintendo. Think if, I think if you buy them both, you get the third. <laughs> so thing. if one of us buys both of them, and then is we would... Revelation the third one? Yes. Because it says here, uh, birthright and conquests are physical releases, and then Revelation is a downloadable content release on July 9th. Yeah, I think. Oh wait, if no, you that have, was, I that think was for Japan. Have both of them. What the fuck? Okay, so in Revelation, the Avatar rallies both sides against a true mastermind behind the war. There you go. Okay, so that makes sense, I guess. So if I that's a, that, that must be DLC for later on. So I have if to, you have both of the games, maybe. So we're going to have to individually buy both of them. I think so. God. Nintendo, they got you by the balls, don't they? And I know the protagonist is Corrin, who's the new character in yeah. Smash, or going to be. At least um, with Best Buy, you get the, what, 20% 20% off? 20% off, yeah. So that'll save... Save some money. Yeah. Nothing like dropping 80 bucks on Fire Emblem. <laughs> on 3DS Yeah, games. but you guys love those games. Oh, like, I love I wouldn't, th- Fire wouldn't be Emblem. surprised if those are on, like, your game of the year list. For next this year. This yeah. year, yeah. Oh. Especially I'm re- Dan. I'm really excited to play this, too. Dan loves those games. And you always get your money's worth. What was what was the last one called? Awakening. Awakening. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. I'm sad I didn't play that. I, the mobile games just I I just can't. Yeah, yeah. I get it. If I'm sitting on my couch, I'm I'm fucking playing Rocket League. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember many an hour spent and my son was like I'd have be playing with him in his room, but I'd also have it was um not Fire Emblem. Bravely Default. Bravely Default. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe what the 77 hours. Maybe when Default. I have a child, Dan yeah, mobile gaming will be far more prevalent. Yeah, the, for me. the 3ds is nice too because, uh, as you know, you can just like if if your kids are getting into something, yeah. you just fold up the system and yeah. it pauses right there. Maybe the NX will Love be that. the perfect system for a parent. I'm excited to hear about who the knows? NX. Is the new Fire Emblem on the NX? Who the fuck knows? I would like to see a new console Fire Emblem. Oh, I really would. Don't even get me going on that. You know what surprises me? What? That there is no one, no good one-handed controller out on the market. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You yeah, know? that's a yeah. Even if it was a little janky at first, like thumb and forefinger. You know what I was thinking that I would six. really like because um, when when I'm playing like shooters and stuff on a computer, uh, I like using the mouse for for like you know targeting, but I prefer mm-hmm. the movement on like a thumb thumbstick. So that would be perfect for me is if, if I could have, you know, a thumbstick and a few buttons on a le- like a left-handed controller and then use the mouse for, for targeting and shooting and, and grenades or whatever. I think that would be amazing. That would be yeah. something else. A hybrid. It would almost be like the Wii nun- nunchuck, but with, uh, with, like, more buttons. It would need more buttons on it. Yeah. yeah. So. Cool. But I had a similar thought, Corey. Yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, so that's it for uh, February 19th. February 23rd, another one I'm very excited for. Um, Far Cry Primal comes out. Uh, looking different than the, the previous Far Cry That's games. That's not March 1st? March 1st is is the the Uplay version. The PC version. Sorry, bro. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Stupid. Yeah, so this one is just Xbox One and PS4 on February 23rd. Uh, set during... The beginning Mesolithic period, uh, 12,000 years before present time, in the fictional land of Oros. It's an open world filled with wildlife like mammoths and saber-toothed cats. Um, survival is a daily challenge as tribes come into conflict with one another and nature. Players take on the role of a hunter named Takar, 
who is stranded in Oros, a valley that was once covered in ice with no weapons or resources after his hunting party is ambushed. Takar, using his newfound skill of taming animals, will eventually rise to power and lead his own tribe. So that's what that's like. And it looks really cool. It looks amazing. Uh, the taming of the beasts looks fantastic. I think it's a neat setting, too, for a Far Cry oh, game. Oh, God, absolutely. I think they kind of had to go in that. They had to go in a different direction. It's 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 beat. Yeah. What they were doing is pretty yeah. beat now. Because, I mean, I like Far Cry 4, but oh, like yeah. Corey asked if he needed to play it, and we, we were both, both like, said no. no. And we both really like that game. Yep. It's, and you yeah. don't. Like, it's just it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Far Cry 3, I can... I think I liked Far Cry 4 better, but I could see why somebody would say Far Cry 3 was the the, the better game because right. 4 didn't really do, do too yeah, much new on top yeah. of that. So I think you're right, Dan. That this was a good idea for, for them to go in this direction. Yeah. This is uh, by Ubisoft, I should say. Ubisoft Montreal specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, also on February 23rd for 3DS owners. 3DS. A lot of love in February. Good because uh, it got no love last year. <laughs> This is the last year it's getting any love, Dan. Yeah, I guess the NX is supposed to replace both of them, apparently. I hope so. That blows my mind. Yeah. What is this? I can't, I can't wait. To yeah. see. Uh, <laughs> Mega Man Legacy Collection. That's Mega Man something I've always wanted to try. It's supposed to be real hard, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those old, like, old, old games, right. like, you will never get, I mean, for the most part, won't get games as hard as those. No. Nowadays. Other than, you know, the Bloodborne. Super the, Meat Boy. The uh, Super Meat Boy is another one. Dark Souls. Corey, was Axiom Verge hard? Yes. Was it? Okay. Not super hard, but What's the other one? Ori and the Blind Forest is supposed to be super hard. I should really yeah, go back to I that this that year. Yeah, that game. It was too hard for me. Was it really? Its difficulty wasn't enough to, you know, it's It didn't it's have enough else going with it? Yeah, well, it's style and everything. Uh, you know, the difficulty even overcame that as much as I liked that side of it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, uh, a lot of the Facebook groups that I'm in for video games, especially the Xbox one, obviously, because it was console-exclusive to Xbox, people love that game. Yeah. And I'm surprised that they liked it as much because of how difficult it, it was. It got a lot like, of love in the, the podcasts I listened to. Yeah, too. yeah. I never got around to playing it, unfortunately. But. I just played a little bit. Um, also, February 23rd, Will, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. I'm out because it's 60. Mm. Uh, that's for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. I liked the first one, but it, I, I wouldn't pay 60 bucks for it either. Unless this game is get, gets rave reviews, I'm probably not going to get it. I feel like it would have to do some different stuff, too. Yeah, Same I, kind of thing with like Far Cry. Like I, I don't need to play another Plant vs. Zombies shooter. shooter yeah. Yeah. The only thing I heard about it is there's a hub world. And other than that, I don't really know what's going on otherwise. Uh, if you're at all interested, just throwing it out there, you can try Plants vs. Zombies, the first one, through EA Access on Xbox One if you have it, for 5 bucks a month. Yeah. So, give it a whirl. It was a fun game. Maybe I'll get EA Access when the second one comes out and try it for, oh, try yeah, it for 10, 10, hours. 10 hours. I always forget about that. I wonder if I can beat Unravel in 10 hours. You might. Maybe. That would be fucking sweet. Cool. It's, how much is it a month? It's five bucks. Oh man! You can get it for a year for thirty bucks. Oh my god! There's some good games in there. Yeah, I, I think EAX is underrated. It's probably worth it. Oh yeah, that's probably when I do it. Battlefield, we can play Battlefield. I just bought it on PC too. Did you? Really? <laughs> yeah. Um. February twenty seventh. More 3DS love. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. What? Just straight Red, Blue, and Yellow. Oh, it says Red slash Blue slash Yellow. Huh. It was just a re-release, I guess. I think I've, I've, I yeah, think I heard about re-release. I think I heard about that. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, 
Mm. Oh, so this is just the base game? Is yeah, done. base game. Okay. It's only on the eShop. Okay. Are you heard, still excited I've, or no? I've heard they don't hold up that well. They don't mm. hold up very well. Okay, no excitement there. That's why when I heard, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking remake. I was like, Ooh. it's one I would want to try before I actually bought it. Okay, if they have the demo, I might try it. But I've heard that, that the old Pokemon games don't hold up very well. I'm pretty lukewarm on Pokemon anyway, personally. Yeah, to me, the new ones are the same as the old ones. So I like the Pokemon spinoffs way more than the actual Pokemon games. Pokemon Go. Whoa, let's be a little easy on the old ones being, or the new ones being like the old ones. Pokemon. I, I like. I like. Oh, I'm sorry. There's roller skates in the new ones. I forgot. I like Pokemon. <laughs> it looks so much different. Does it play the same? Well, yeah. You can also make that argument for a lot of things. Yeah, but Pokemon. Pokemon game. Go. It's a Game Boy game. Exactly. That's it's what I was getting at when I just said Pokemon. I'm disappointed. No, I, so, I get so it. So am I. I get it, Will. I do get it. Um, and then two that do not have release dates in February, but they're slated to come out in February. The Walking Dead Michonne, Telltale Games. You guys in on that? I know Dan isn't, but Will, Corey? Yeah, you guys have more have more experience. Yeah, after playing Life is Strange. I, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Won't you no. be let down? Yeah. So no, then. I'm not excited about it. I'll probably still play it. Because I've been really, or maybe I won't. I don't know. I, I think I'd rather play the Game of Thrones Telltale game and even Tales from the Borderlands before I try this. Yeah, Walking Dead spinoff. Sure. Life is Strange has ruined those games for me. Yeah, that's what I'm. It's what a good I'm feeling about. though, isn't it? When you find that one, it's like, well, I guess I don't need to play any of those games again. <laughs> yep. They'll never cut, live up. Cut that genre right out. Yeah, pretty much. I don't have any interest <laughs> playing anything other than. Life I'd be Strange. Ha- I'd be happy in that spot if I was you. Yeah. And last, but most certainly not least in February, it's going to be a whole fresh game to me in February, Rocket League for Xbox One. <laughs> you, can, you can show Jeff the ways oh, of the Rocket and League. And I am going to show him the ways. God damn it. All right, moving Will, on. March. Well, March 1st, apparently Far Cry Primal for the PC is coming out. Eric talked about that. Yep. Uh, and then also on March 1st, Heavy Rain from Quantic Dream is being re-released. I'm really excited yeah, sure. to play yeah, this. I forgot. You want to split that? Yeah, and it's, I think uh, Beyond, it's not full price. It's like either 30 or 40 so. Oh my god, it's a fucking steal. I almost bought uh, Beyond Two Souls, but I was like, I'd rather get Heavy Rain. So. Oh yeah. Heavy Rain is far superior to Beyond. Uh, I'm really excited to play this. March 1st? Yes. I actually uh, <clears throat> I got a little tingle when you There was that. a talk on Destructoid about Heavy Rain. Uh, they ranked wiener shots in video games. <laughs> had a good one? And apparently Heavy Rain had a good wiener shot. Uh, I don't remember that. Maybe uh, it's only if you meet certain conditions. I played how many hours that in one day. So I, I don't remember that either. Yeah. Maybe it was only if you met certain conditions, but that, it was on there. It was in the top ten. Still one of my we, favorite wiener, games ever. Wiener shots. I never forget a good wiener shot, but I don't remember that. that. I've always said that about Destructoid Corey. also ranked all the Amiibo uh, as butt plugs. <laughs> Charizard rank highly? Uh, I don't remember. I remember Bowser was last because he was spiky. You know which one I would rank last? Uh, Pixel Mario. Yeah, I can see that one. I don't think that was on there. That one doesn't go in or out very easily. There was only like 55 of them, I think. Like a fish hook. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you could get caught on a corner of one of those pixels, really do some damage in there. That was funny reading. It was it was funny too because like at the beginning he was really writing a lot about the different uh, 
amiibo and how they would be as a butt plug and towards the end like as he got closer to one like it just kind of trailed off into like one sentence it was, it was really good <laughs> i'm gonna have to look at who hasn't article. wanted pac-man in their butt at one point i think pac-man was number two yeah i was gonna say this is like a little golf ball you know or was it kirby i mean same thing yeah same difference yeah sonic well no we're talking sonic, sonic ball form or sonic standing up with his spiky spiky yeah. hair okay never mind that's no fun that one will hurt. <laughs> Depends what kind of jelly used. Are we talking extra hold or? It was Depends a, if you want your prostate milked or not. <laughs> God. It was it was a uh, good hard-hitting journalism. Yeah. That's actually a pretty awesome that, That's why I love that's the funny. Sharktoid. Yeah. They do funny. that stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Anywho. The next game, uh, The Witch and the Hundred Knight. Uh, this is a PS4 re-release. I wrote down a little bit about it, but I don't really care uh, about I'm it. In, I'm, yeah. With yeah. you. Okay. Uh, moving on to March 4th. Uh, something I'm extremely excited for, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD. <coughs> Twilight Princess is my favorite Zelda game, so I'm really excited to play this. Uh, I was going to play Dan's Twilight Princess. Is that 3DS? No. Wii U. Oh, Wii U. Wii U. Now, why is that your favorite? I have the fondest memories of playing it. I liked the story because it was a little darker, uh, and Wolf Link is awesome. I haven't played a lot of Zelda games. Uh, Corey, would you agree that this seemed like this had like the darkest story out of all of the? I think so. Yeah, it was uh, emo Link, right? Wasn't that the the criticism? Don't, uh, don't look at me. See, the thing is, is I wasn't into like reading things online when I played through this game, so I don't know what the criticisms were. Gotcha. I, I know this isn't regarded highly by a lot of people. <clears throat> no, and I really liked. That. I had a great time with it. Yeah, I think that a lot of the older games are kind of like that, though. Like. They have their fans, and then they have people that hate them. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like Majora's Mask now. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's now like a cult Zelda game. Uh, I feel like this is the same one, same mm-hmm. type of game. I would be buying it, but I have the one you got me. Well, I'm going to buy Christmas. it. So. Well, I was... Uh, Good, now I'll get I just, to play I'll it. just play the, the Wii version. I'll lend it out to everybody. Perfect. So, Corey can borrow Dust my whole... Dust off my Wii U. Corey can borrow my whole <laughs> Wii U to play it. <coughs> Woohoo, I have a Wii U. He yeah. hasn't traded it yet. He oh. got rid of his 3DS. Yeah, you're getting rid of it. You were going to get rid of it for Oculus. We'll talk about Wait, that yeah. later. Which we're going to talk about later. Get there. <laughs> Another teaser. Um, moving on to March 8th, Tom Clancy's The Division. Uh, I'm surprised. It's March 8th, huh? Yeah, I'm surprised. This will get pushed back again. Think right? so? It probably has to be. Really? Why? I don't know. It's I already just, been pushed back I just don't think bunch. it's going to come. It's like hey, This is one of those games that... It's like the money number nine that just keeps getting pushed back so often that it's no. just like, I don't... This is what's going to happen. It's going to come out, and it's not going to be nearly what people thought they described it as, because they can't. Did anyone watch the videos that someone put up from the closed beta? The alpha. Alpha. Somebody they didn't up, do the beta yet. Somebody put okay. up videos. Yeah, they were up for... They might still be up, I don't know, but they were up for a little while. Really? I watched them. And? No. It doesn't look very good. Well, what 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 is it about it that I only watched for like five minutes? It was just a guy like running around and shooting stuff. It when was, I was, it was kind of boring. When I was doing yeah. research about it, they I didn't <clears throat> see very much about it other than that. Well, this is what I have: a third person cover shooter RPG with dynamic weather and day and night cycle. Uh, that's it for like how it was playing. The only thing that I could find was the dark zones. 
Uh, which was that the multiplayer those are, yeah, stuff? Yeah, those are the player versus player spots. Yeah, the game world is filled with dark zones where a lot of high-end weapons are left behind when the military retreats in the game. Uh, it is separate from the main campaign. It has its own progression system. Players discover valuable items inside a dark zone. However, these items are known as infected loot and can be taken by other players in the zone uh, and will be permanently attached to the players unless they are extracted from the zone through a helicopter. The player is accompanied by several co-op players who can turn on you, steal the loot, uh, the Dark Zones is player versus player, competitive multiplayer, and player levels can drop if they die uh, too often. In Here's the my thing with the Division. Uh, it's going to be another one of those games that, if I had people to play it with, it'd yeah, probably be fun. great. Uh, that said, I'll probably buy it. I won't, yeah. I won't have learned my lesson by then. But yeah, maybe the, this is the one that learns me my lesson. The videos I watched were just from the alpha, too. Like, it's it's hard to judge what the final product is going to be just from an alpha. People had, because um, <clears throat> you're not allowed to talk about it, obviously, but yep. people in some of the Facebook groups I follow that played it um, just kind of give, like, one-word answers to, did you like it? And it was pretty mixed. Okay, I could see that. Uh, I'm going to flip this by you guys. I want to know what your opinion on it is. This is going to be received a little bit like Destiny. Some people are going to yeah. really, really love it or hate yeah. it. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Uh, actually, a lot of a lot of um, some of the journalists I follow said it's going to be this year's Destiny, Destiny basically. Okay. It's going to be a third-person, like, modern-day Destiny, yeah. I guess. I could definitely see that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, infected loot. It's already you're, you're looking at that legendary yeah. weapon. Yeah, it's the same fucking probably, thing. Probably a bad story. They said you can play it single player, so hopefully there's something. Some, well, you could play Destiny single player. That was yeah. I did at that. least the vanilla. <laughs> the vanilla single player was horrible. Yeah, take, taking kicks <clears throat> great. Uh, but overall, I'm probably gonna buy it because I'm pretty interested in this game as a I whole. I thought it looked fucking amazing when we first saw it. Yeah, yeah. and they have the new engine, the Snowdrop engine, it which still is... has that really cool map that you walk on. Yeah, which was cool. So it's, it's orange and like, it, heads up. It's orange, my favorite color. Yeah. So I feel like <laughs> no, I have to get it. It looks great. It looks fantastic. I agree. Best Buy will give me an extra ten dollar credit if I pre-order it. So yeah, I almost have to. Yeah, that's one. If it comes out and if it reviews really well, then I'll probably buy it. I can see that one getting reviews between five and ten, nine, eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. eight and a half. Six, yeah. Anywhere in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. I agree. <laughs> I'm definitely interested to see when this game comes out. Um, I hope it does come out in March. I do too, because I kind of want. I want to play it. Because when I was like reading into, it, I'm like, this sounds pretty cool. It, that's the thing about it is it sounds cool. If I actually like it, isn't probably cool not concept. going to be. <laughs> and I'm I'm going into it knowing that I'm still. Gonna it's it. better that way because then you won't be. Th- so yeah, that's true. Maybe I'll be set, let down. set myself up for uh, enjoyment. Yeah, that's what I do with everything in life. Yeah. I think I'm just gonna hate it. Start tempering your expectations. Exactly. Uh, moving on to March 11th is the new Hitman, developed by IO Interactive and published by Square Enix. Now, this is a pretty interesting game because there's two versions of the new Hitman. Uh, you can buy the intro pack of Hitman, which is $34.99, which includes all of the launch content, which is three sandbox areas, uh, which which are France, Italy, and Morocco. Uh, and it has campaign missions, 800 targets uh, to be assassinated, and weekly live events. Uh, but if you pay the full $60 game... <laughs> You get all of the DLC and updates for free, but it's not really free because you bought the whole game. It's kind of weird how it is. Why does Square Enix like to do that so much? Ridiculous! It's weird how they have it. But this adds uh, three more areas, which is uh, Thailand, the USA, and Japan. So you probably just get like a five dollar discount if you buy the yes. (laughs) 
I don't know. Okay. I don't. I I was reading it. And I'm like, that seems weird. Well, I can't say that I hate the fact that they're doing like a half well, price yeah, thirty-five version of version. it. Say here, here's this. If you if like, you this, like it, buy the rest. We of have it. another double it, that coming out. And I don't have experience with Hitman, so it's hard for either. me to know if the thirty-five uh, dollar amount is like enough content. I have a friend that loves Hitman. You should ask him. I will. Uh, and they have their like. The way they're supporting it is pretty interesting, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it's weird. So I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if I feel like I'm being ripped off or not. I don't feel like I, I'm being ripped off. I guess, well, I guess I'd have to see what you do in those open... Well, is it just, okay, there's 800 people that you can kill? There's campaign missions, and then there's, like... The, from what I remember uh, when I watched the Square Enix press conference at E3 was that they were they'd set up, like, a live target on the, the thing, and, like, the first person who assassinates gets the kill. Oh, so it's, it's like an online world. It's kind of stuff like that, and then there's, like, the, you know, come up with creative ways to kill this character. There's all that stuff into it that yeah. was in the other Hitmans, but, like, in a more open <clears throat> city. And I guess the new maps are, like, pretty pretty big. No, thank you. It's hard to hard to get a read on this game. Yeah, Because really I'm interested is. in the concept of it. The concept of it's very cool, but like you said, it's hard to tell if you're getting your money's worth, worth out of the content that's, that's there. I feel like I'm going to wait because Hitman's a game in theory that I really like, yeah. but I don't play them. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've been so close to buying a Hitman game yeah. on a sale? I have them on my uh, – a couple of them on my Steam. I have Absolution. Thing, so, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Absolution Absolution's the most recent one. Yeah. There's, I, I think I got two or, th- two or three others. So I, I think I'm going to wait for um, – Reviews on this to yeah. see what people are saying, and I know they're. What day is that? Uh, the eleventh. I mean, that's fresh off of a couple other games too, so Division. possibly the Division. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, and there was something else in there I wanted to get to. So, um, and there was an article. Heavy rain. Oh yeah, it's a few days after heavy rain. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't factor in as much though, since I've played it. Oh, gotcha. But the Witness is right there too. Or no, that's, that's January. January. The uh, Legend of Zelda. And Far Cry. Far Cry is under Far February. Cry. That's what it was, Far Cry. Yeah, but I know that, like, I read an article about somebody saying, like, the ten, ten reasons why this will be the best Hitman, uh, and having never played them, didn't mean much to me, so. Yeah, well, we shall see. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, March 15th, EA Sports UFC 2. Yay. Yeah. Would you believe that they're making the game more realistic? No. You don't shit. say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> March 24th, Killer Instinct Season 3. Uh, the new characters announced for this are Kim Wu, Tusk, Gargos, and Rash. By the way, did you download Killer Instinct Season 1? Yeah. We should try it. Yeah, I'll be for it. We should uh, throw a few haymakers. I know uh, Killer Instinct Season 2 was extremely well received. I think people <laughs> like it. Yeah. I think people enjoy those games. I actually know somebody who's a big uh, Killer Instinct fan on Xbox One. I love playing it for the, the, the SNES. Was it SNES? I got, yeah. I, I just got so confused by... The business model of what they were it's doing. free to play, right? Yeah, and like I'd open the game up and it'd be like, I, th- I thought I had some characters I could play, but at the same time I was like, maybe I can't play anything. I, I don't know. I think there's like w- maybe one or two characters there. that come with the base game and then yeah. after that you have to buy it. Buy it was them. just so weird. I didn't I didn't think it was laid out very well, so yeah. I was like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, but now that we have all the yeah, season one. Yeah, but now one. it's free for season one. I don't know how many characters that involves, but... There was, I feel like it was like 10, maybe. Okay. Um, and then season two was a lot of characters. Cool. Um, so that'll be free at some point. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. 25th of March is the Hyrule Warriors Legend. Uh, we think that this is the American version. 
right? <laughs> U.S. release. I'll call it up. Call it up. North America. Oh wait, whoops. Well, I hate when I, when it jumps around. Yeah, know? it kind of goes wherever. But um, yeah, March twenty fifth. Okay, so this is the U.S. version. Yep. North uh, America. So this is the 3DS. America. Uh, the 3DS port of the game has new characters. Uh, they're all. F- a lot of them are from uh, Wind Waker, like Tetra, the King of Hyrule, Toon Link. Uh, but it also has Linkle and Skull Kid from Majora's Mask. Uh, and these characters can be transferred into the Wii U version, only available for the new 3DS. So this is unexclusive. Was it you, Corey, during the thummies that talked about how upgrading there was no games to worth really? Yeah. Using it. Yeah. There's two right now, and I think that would, that'll be the third, like exclusive for the new 3ds. Yeah, but <clears throat> I did see a video compare. Someone got what was it? Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles for the 3ds running on the old 3ds. Not very well. Yeah, it's not. It looks terrible. So this it's like five frames per second, maybe. Ugh. Yeah, it looked. It ran really bad. So the new 3ds is that much more powerful? Apparently. Wow. It's hard to tell. Yeah. But yeah, apparently. Okay. Definitely worth $230. <laughs> hey, as I said, it was worth it for me because I upgraded from the old purple small one. As did I. So. I actually listened to your argument for that just before I got here. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Is everything no. okay, Corey? Huh? You're, he's quiet yeah, tonight. He's waiting for his turn. You're quiet and hating on things. No, I, I just know it's going to be a long episode, so I'm piping down. Back holding back my thoughts <laughs> okay uh march 28th we got some oculus games uh adrift and eve valkyrie and there was two others but i couldn't find any one was like chronos chronos and edge of nowhere i couldn't find anything on those two games uh but eve valkyrie is the space dogfighting game for oculus and then adrift is a first place first person game uh where you're floating in space adrift uh, is one adrift it's maybe amazing. one of the three games i'm most excited about really? and i don't know if i'll be able to play it Really? Yeah. But basically, it looks fucking awesome. But basically, you're floating in a zero-gravity environment going through, like, puzzle sort of things, and you're getting story bits from, like, audio logs, and yeah. you can find, like, You just deads. collect oxygen tanks. Yeah, collect oxygen tanks and whatnot. It was done by the guy from Microsoft who uh, responded with Deal With It. Yep. It was that guy. Oh, I've listened to him on a couple podcasts since He then. seems like a decent guy. He does, yeah. He just had a... Uh, a lapse in judgment. A lapse in judgment. Well, you but know is what, it though? a lapse in judgment? No, it's not. And I don't know what I said at the time, but I hope that I defended him. I probably didn't. I think we yeah. all made fun of him. I'm on his side. Yeah. Everybody should chill guy. the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Everybody should chill. Um, so you're pretty excited for a drift, Eric? Yeah. Oh, fuck great. yeah. It looks awesome. Especially, oh, VR. Oh. That's what VR should be. Yeah. That game. Oh. I think it is. It is. Yeah, I know. But I can't fucking afford it. Mm. <laughs> Which we'll get to. <laughs> In a little bit. <laughs> In three hours or so. <laughs> uh. Okay, so March 29th, MLB 16, the show. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, third baseman Josh Donaldson is the cover athlete. That's all I got. Uh, Are you going to get it again this year? Maybe. Maybe we'll do an episode on it again like yeah, that one year. Show. And get criticized <laughs> because get... only one of us played it. I that, person, that person might be listening. I forgot about that. Yeah. Is there a bigger racket in video games than sports annual games? sports? No. no. Titles? There's not. We've 
It'll never even, change. Even like you know, we criticize the Call of Duties coming out every year, but that's like it's a full game. You know, like a lot of these are just roster updates. Oh, Dan, uh, one or two minor changes. And that's the thing, like you said, Call of Duty. At least there's some, at least some mild innovation, and it's something different. But yeah. uh, I typed in MLB 16 the show into YouTube, and it says MLB 16 the show new modes, classic stadiums, and more news. Ooh, like, old Yankee stadiums. stadiums in there? Well, that's worth sixty bucks. <laughs> Yay! No, fuck that. Just... Yeah, no, I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> as big of a FIFA fan as I am, I, I'm willing to admit, like. They should just put roster updates out. Well, and the only reason, it's because you play a lot of it. That's the only reason why you buy it every year, you know? Yeah, oh, God, yeah. You have someone to play it with. and Yeah, I always enjoy my time with it. Yeah. Next is Knights of Azure. Cool. Uh, March 31st, Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness. It's quite the title. Uh, this is developed by Trias and published by Square Enix. So this is an action role-playing game coming to the PS3 and PS4, and it is the fifth game, uh, main game in the series. That's one of the ones you'd probably buy if you had a PS4, right, Dan? Yep. Yes, I had, uh, I think it was it was either the first or the second Star Ocean, like, way back in the day on, on the original PlayStation. Was it Star Ocean, the second story? I think so. Okay. I don't know. I didn't end up playing it that much. Because this game takes place between the second story until the end of time, which is the second and third game in the series. And yeah. it's set on a planet called... Fake Creed, uh, 6,000 light years away from Earth. Dan, how far is that? 6,000 light years? Yeah, is that far? It's, <laughs> it's 6,000, well, it's 6,000 years traveling at the speed of light. Wow. Okay. So, it's pretty far. So, that's far away. Yeah. All right. So, speed of lights, I think it's 186,000 miles per second. That blows my mind. Yeah. Space is crazy. Yep. Uh, but similar battle system to the other games, the player controls one of seven party members with the ability to switch characters whenever. Uh, and the real-time action battle system features improved game mechanics. I don't know what that means because I've never played one. Uh, and the storytelling cutscenes are intended to be interactive and dynamic uh, and seamlessly transition with the gameplay. Yeah, This game seems pretty awesome. Yeah, all I remember about it was when you would go into, like, you would have your random account, random encounters, I think, but you, then you would go into a battle screen where yeah. you, you and your party, like, moved around this, like, battle area is it play, and did your moves and stuff. Does it play a little bit how the new Final Fantasies play? Um, I don't know. I haven't played a Final Fantasy since oh. 9. Corey. Yeah. Does this sound like it plays like the newer Final Fantasy games? Which game again? Star Ocean with Oh. I'm watching a video of it right now. Are you? Yeah, it looks like a Japanese role playing game. <laughs> <laughs> no. Does it look yeah. like Xenoblade Chronicles a little bit? Or Xenoblade Chronicles X? No, no. no. It reminds me of Tales of Zestiria. I know you guys haven't played that, okay. but that's what I'm seeing. Okay. So JRPG. Yeah, Corey draws the comparison to that. Uh, I'm pretty interested in this, actually. I think I might get it. Uh, but that's all I had for March. Okay. Corey, April. April 5th is Assassin's Creed Chronicles Trilogy Pack for the Vita. Woo! Yeah. We already talked a little bit about it. Yep. Uh, but it will have Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, Russia, and India. Uh, also, April 5th, Dirt Rally for Xbox One and PS4. Tits. It's another re-release. No, it isn't. Of, well, for, of a PC game. Oh. That came out just last month. 
I think it was a month ago today. Uh, but it actually did pretty well um, for PC as a 90 out of 100 on Metacritic. I will buy it in, at some point. Yeah, if you're into rally racing, games. it's uh, another rally racing simulator, and apparently and it's pretty good. It so. doesn't have all the bullshit that especially Dirt 3 had. Dirt 3 was really bad with all that extra happy horse shit, as they call it. That's yeah. really, really distracting. So. It's uh, surprising, though. You don't expect a game like this to come out on PC first. Why? But it did. Dirt? It's a racing game. No, I'm with Corey on that. I thought it was strange, too. Well, the uh, it's it's supposed to be more of a sim, so people uh, people with uh, oh driving wheels set, yeah setups uh, the okay you know like like Fair project enough. like project cars not so surprising now huh Corey Fair enough I guess uh, it's I not is not it's not as sim like as as a lot of people were led to believe initially it's a little more arcadey than than yeah. the actual like rally sims okay. But the big release on April 5th is Quantum Break for the Xbox One. If you don't know what it is, and we've been hearing about it for a while, it's a third-person action shooter. Uh, It was actually supposed to come out in 2014, was then pushed to 2015, and then 2016 for the sake of polish. They pretty much scrapped it and restarted it. I was going to say, I forgot it was supposed to come out in 2014. That's crazy. They they pretty much started over, at least story-wise, as far as I understand. So. Yep. Uh, if you still don't know what we're talking about, it's the one that's supposed to tie into the live action series. Uh, I did a little bit of research on that because I assumed it was going to have its own television show somewhere. But the way it works is that the live action series is actually included as part of the, the video game itself. And after you complete a segment of the video game, you watch an episode of the digital show. Uh, the video game is based around the protagonist's story, and the digital show shows the anta- antagonist side of the story. So you make a choice at the... I was a little confused whether you make the choice in the game or right before the TV show starts, uh, but that influences what you see in the TV show and what you play in the video game. So it is kind of clever. Uh, you do get four 22-minute live-action TV shows, uh, I hope they're god awful because that will be hilarious. <laughs> you know they're and, going to be. Yeah. Um. So we'll see about that. Uh, the setup for the game is that there is an accident at a fictional university in the north eastern northeast United States. Uh, it's a time travel experiment that went awry, and the main character can manipulate time by stopping it, slowing it down, speeding it up, using it as a weapon. Uh, the coolest thing I saw was the ability to reverse bullets. I thought that was pretty cool. But the the names of the abilities are like Time Blast and Time Shield and Time Dodge. It's like, can you come up with something a little more creative? Uh, I don't know. But it's not only a third-person action shooter. There's also some puzzle platforming, which is another focus of the game. Um, and Remedy actually created their whole uh, whole new engine for it called the North Light engine. So hopefully it'll look pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, from what I've seen, it, it does. It looks really nice. Yeah. That'll be neat. I'm excited you, for that one. Yeah. I was going to say, are you going to day one, Eric? Oh, yeah, I, uh, definitely. <clears throat> exclusives, man. Yeah. yeah. No Capitalize. sense in me buying all the consoles if I don't play the exclusives. No. Uh, hopefully that'll, that'll probably come to PC relatively soon, I would I thing. would imagine most of the Xbox ones Xbox are going ones. to. Yeah, yeah if, if Tomb Raider's any what's indication. So, uh, Recore, 
They Three announced four. it's coming to PC. That's cool, because I was interested in that. That's good. I can't really tell either way on that one. But one week after Quantum Break, we get <clears throat> Dark Souls 3 for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. It's an action RPG by From Software. Uh, the third entrance in the Dark Souls series. What third and possibly final. final. Final, yeah. What game is this? Fourth Souls game. <laughs> oh, just a little indie game called Dark Souls. <laughs> sounds stupid. You, you might be you never heard of it. It did. I watched a few videos and read a little bit about it. It's similar in a lot of ways. A few of the changes are uh, combat and movements are sped up, more similar to Bloodborne. It's a little more fluid, the action. Um, there's more emphasis on role-playing, and the areas themselves are fewer, but they're larger and more interconnected and a little bit more seamless. Oh, I like that. Um, yeah. That they sounds nice. Removed they removed the agility stat, which I don't even remember what agility did in Dark Souls. It's been too, it's been too long since I've played it. I don't know. Was um, that was that the one that charged up your dodge meter, or was that endurance? That was endurance, I thought. Yeah. I don't know what anything does in Dark Souls. Yeah, That's the charm. Exactly. <laughs> I like it that way. I don't know I, what this stat does, but I'm leveling it up. Here I, we go. I, I never got too into min-maxing either. I just kind of... Put points into whatever I thought would help me. Same. Um, there's a feature called Ready Stance, which I guess is a way to do more critical blows. Uh, and this jumped out at me because Miyazaki, who is uh, co-directing the game again, he worked on the first Dark Souls game, um, he credited it to the Ready Stance to Guts from Berserk, which is an anime that I talked about that I really, really loved and tried to get at least and to watch. But... Uh, Per usual, no dice. <laughs> we never have taken your anime suggestions. No. I probably would like them. It's just getting around to watching things other yeah. than Game of Thrones. Yeah. just doesn't happen for me. But go yeah. ahead. No, I understand. Um, so, I mean, it's, what I love about that anime is the brutal attacks that he does with his giant greatsword. So mm-hmm. if that's what they use to inspire Dark Souls 3, um, that's pretty cool. The visual design is focusing on "quote unquote" withered beauty. I heard good things. It's apparently it's a lot more vertical and and grander. Um, I think "imposing" was the word that I read. The the universe, like Bloodborne. I was gonna say I would argue that it looks a little more like Bloodborne's universe. Yep. Uh, and that's all. oh uh, support for up to six players online, which I guess they did in the Scholars of the First Sin. Expansion. Oh, did DLC, they? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I have that on Xbox. I never tried. I should or no, go back and PS4. do that. Yeah. I should go back and play through that. Um, Dark Souls 3, that's, you know, one of the biggest ones I'm excited, most excited oh, for, I should yeah. say. Absolutely. You said what day is that now? April 12th. I'm going to take that day off. Eh, maybe. If it's I a good thing you do, Eric, because there's another game coming out that day. Oh. Called Ratchet and Clank. Oh, I'm... I'm Actually, I'm getting that. I couldn't tell if you were sarcastic, but I will be purchasing <laughs> yeah. it. I was sarcastic, but it's cool you're getting it. No, it looks... Have you seen I'm, it? Yeah, I've never played any of the Ratchet and Clank. Dude, no, I haven't. Put I haven't it up in the video. chat. It looks incredible. Yeah, it looks really it good. It looks yeah. like you're, like, watching it. It's fucking insane. I like those games that look like you're watching a movie. Oh, my God, it's incredible. I couldn't believe when I saw it. I was like, this is amazing. It looks like you're watching, like, a Pixar movie. Yeah, exactly. That That's exactly what it looks like, then. Yeah. It's a reimagining of the first game in the series, not a remake, not a remaster, uh, a reimagining. 
but it's also based on the upcoming Ratchet and Clank film. Yeah, so. coming out in tandem, I do believe. Yes. Um, yeah. There's, There's one not for much the more kids. to say about that. Yep, yep, yep. It it it's a reimagining of the first game, but it takes what the franchise has created and expanded on. It puts into that the first this game. Again. You know what? That's a nice. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Nice, nice cleanser to take a break from a little Dark Souls three action too. <laughs> yeah. The opposite. When you when you opposite. have a, a temporary rage quit on Dark yeah. Souls, you can switch over to Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I like that. Wow, Star Fox right. Zero for Wii U is April 22nd. Sorry, did I cut someone off? No, you're no. good. No, I was just saying, wow, you're right. To the the way it looks. Yeah. Uh, it's the upcoming new entry in the Star Fox series. Um, not a sequel or a prequel, nor is it a remake. It's its own thing. Uh, I don't know what to say about Star Fox, guys. I haven't been impressed with it. The yeah. gamepad... Uh, the unique feature to the Wii U, the gamepad, shows the cockpit view, which you can, kept reading the word can, use the gyroscopic controls to help you aim. Doesn't sound like you have to, which is good, because yeah. I do not find that appealing at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm glad they, I'm glad they, they delayed it, mm-hmm. because the, yeah. the footage I saw from after the delay looked a lot better. Uh, graphically, uh, I have faith in it because it's developed by Platinum, whose games I love. So I couldn't believe the first time I saw yeah. like how old it, it looked. It lo- yeah, it did. It did. Um, and yeah, but once once they uh, what, did they release a trailer like late last year? Maybe will. Yeah, it was later, it looked, and it looked way it looked way, way better. Yeah. Both both controlling and graphically. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't look great graphically, but it mm-hmm. looked better than it did. Mm. Yeah, that, that's not going to be a buy for me. I'll probably with I'll Amiibo. Probably get it. Yeah, I'm going to get it too. Maybe you can get Linky Poo and is an, an Airwing. Is there a Star Fox Amiibo? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's some. Oh yeah, I know Fal- Falco. Falco and not Peppy or. Uh, Are those the only two Star Fox representatives? In the I think game? so because they're in Smash Brothers. Yeah. So yeah, there's definitely those two Amiibo. Okay. Slippy. Slippy. Yeah, Slippy. <laughs> April 26th, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End for the PS4. Uh, another action-adventure shooter platformy Naughty Dog game, allegedly the last starring Nathan Drake and the last to be developed by Naughty Dog. Probably turn the keys over to somebody afterwards. Uh, the setup for this one is it takes place three years after Uncharted 3. Nathan Handsome Drake is retired, living a quote-unquote normal life uh, <laughs> when his brother Sam shows up and needs some help investigating an old pirate conspiracy. Ooh. Sounds good. Uh, no, you know honest. what, Corey? I'll tell you what. I wasn't all that excited for Uncharted um, until they showed off the last trailer. Uh, I don't remember where it was, but oh, it was probably a PlayStation experience. But whatever. Uh, the last one where they introduced Sam um, and you know, when him and Nathan reconnect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I was like, this is actually looks pretty fucking sweet. And I, I like the, the setup with them, their relationship and stuff. It looked pretty cool. I thought it looked cool when that was at E3. They showed, like, what, like 10 or 15 minutes of gameplay? Yeah, with the vehicles. Yeah, I thought yeah. that looked cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks... I, I mean, I think it'll be great. I don't know... 
I'm worried that people are going to be disappointed because this day and age, like that kind of game is pretty standard. I don't, you know, I'm, right. I'm worried that people that thought Uncharted Two was such a great step forward. I don't think people are going to think that about Uncharted. So you're 4. saying it's not going to be as big of a jump from Uncharted One yeah. to Uncharted Two as, or it won't be as big a jump from three to four as it was from one to two. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I, well, it might be, but because Uncharted Three came out, you know, so long ago, I, the jump from three to four might be big, but four compared to other games that come out nowadays is oh, not going to stand gotcha. out as much as those games. Did. I gotcha. Because of, because of the Tomb Raiders and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that was the first thing I thought of when I played Rise of the Tomb Raider. I was like, Jesus, right? Uncharted has some competition here. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's going to be a great game, right. regardless, because Naughty Dog's the shit. But you know, we'll see what happens. I just hope and it's if, well received, right? It well, I think it has to be a good farewell to Nathan Drake. Do you think they'll kill him? I almost hope so. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know what I hope happens to him? I hope he falls in like a cavern. Yeah at the end and you just don't know what happens train crash. and then they and then 20 years from now they make a game where he comes out and he's like 60 yeah and he has like arthritis and you have to <laughs> like kinda... indiana jones is that what you're going for <laughs> yeah he's the new sully Corey. yeah yeah maybe there'll be a different color explosion at the end of it when they kill off Nathan <laughs> well it's interesting you say that dan because <laughs> this one will include player controlled dialogue options I don't huh. think it's going to be a huge part of the game, though. No. I, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, it's fine to have those, but, I mean, probably I, doesn't mean much. I feel like they toss that in there just as, like, uh, oh, look, we're trying something different. And I, I don't necessarily think that they needed to do that. Yeah, a game like that, yeah. it probably just maybe, like, just gives you a little customization for... I can't envision it, like, changing the story at all, No right? way, not in the game. No, it's a so linear it might story. Just, it might just change the, the dialogue a little bit, I guess. Right? Which I don't think was was necessary. Right. I think they should just tell the story that they want to. Right. They, it's really they, bad. Like They've uh, come this far, you know. Say hello or say hi. <laughs> <laughs> say hello or yeah. what's up. <laughs> yeah. How much street cred do you get? Um, yeah, I just think it. I think uh, I think they'll have fun with it because they should. They earned it. Do you let's let's predictions? Do you think they kill Nathan Drake? Yeah, I'm gonna go with yeah. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say they don't kill him, but his existence is in question at the end of it. Okay, but so it's a cliffhanger whether he's dead or not. Right, because I think they want to. Uh, I don't I haven't see played enough of these games. I to don't say, like but that. I want them to. I think they they should turn him into like a mythical character, like Commander Shepard. Yeah, I just want him to it's be a hero to be dead. Goodbye. Because, well, it's not that I don't like him, but I just I, if they're if this is the last one with Nathan Drake, just kill him. Just kill him off, and then we'll for sure know that it's the last one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Fair enough. Fair enough. It'll be interesting to see one way or the other. Yeah, no, I'm excited for it. This this talk has me excited (laughs) for it, actually. I should... This is the kind of game I've been in the mood for. Yeah, after all these open world games. Yeah. Just play Tomb Raider. Corey, you talked about that, actually, um, in our our Thummies episode. I can't remember what game we were talking about. It might have been Tomb Raider that we were talking about. 
Yeah. Uh, where, you know, with all these open world games that are on Metal Gear, Witcher, that take Fallout. 50 plus hours. Yeah, Xenoblade that you guys are playing. like That I have put 45 hours into. Right. Like I don't even have my mech yet. Sometimes <laughs> you just need that fucking like Short 12 game. hour yep. just linear game that keeps pushing you through the story. Agreed. Um, which is why I didn't have a problem with the order and its length. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was great. Like, I, and that was a good time for me to have like a six hour game. Like, uh-huh. I thought yep. it was perfect. It's consumable. You yeah, should play exactly. Tomb Raider, Corey, before the, the Rise of the Tomb Raider comes out. Uh, I probably will. Yeah. I'm playing through it right now, actually. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Just Maybe so I will then. We can familiarize myself. Total War Warhammer for PC coming April 28th. It's the upcoming turn-based strategy real-time tactics game. The Wikipedia genre descriptions are great for these games. It's like <laughs> Agreed. Time works. Uh, by Creative Assembly, it's Total War gameplay. That you know they're famous for all the historical Total War games, uh, but this one has a Warhammer skin on it, and it's the first in a trilogy of Total War Warhammer games. Uh, features a bunch of familiar names in the Warhammer universe. You can play as. Four different Warhammer factions, the Empire, the Greenskins, the Dwarfs, and the Vampire Counts. I guess this is a first for the Total War series yeah. to include fantasy elements. Uh-huh. Um, I guess they've been strictly historical in the past. For Total War, you mean, not Warhammer. For Total War, yes. Yeah, yes. To- yeah I-, I actually really like that they're doing this. Um, I like when companies do that, like the Dynasty Warriors developers making Hyrule Warriors. Mm-hmm. When you know you have a very specific type of game that your your development company makes, and you take in someone else's property and make a game for that, you know, for that genre, like sure. uh, or t- Telltale is another example of. I, I like that they take IPs that people are interested in and make games games for them something different than, you know, obviously the other the other Warhammer games are still like strategy games for the most part. There's a few other Warhammer games, but a Total yeah. War Warhammer, you know. Love that. Yeah. I'd like probably, to see do other uh, things. For Warhammer fans, they're probably super excited for this. Yeah. Because yep. um, I think in general the Total War games are pretty good. I know they had a, a Lunker last year, didn't they? Uh, total. <laughs> yeah. Was it Total War Attila? Rome? L- Lunker. I just want to point oh, out Ro- how much It was I Ro- Rome Total War 2, <laughs> yeah. I don't think Attila was that good either. Yeah. But yeah, by and large, they're they're pretty good games. I haven't played. To- I have a bunch of the Total War games, but I haven't played them. Played one since. So do I. Shogun, yep. Total War. Shogun. That was a good. That was a good one. That was yeah. a great game. Daimo. But I, I think I have like four Total War <laughs> games in my library. It's just the time, you know. Corey, remember we bought one. The we discussed, spirit of Buddha go with you. We discussed buying it, and it was like, well, are we ever going to play it together? And we both were like, <laughs> no. We bought it anyway. Which one was it? I don't yeah. know. It, it wasn't was a few that long years ago. back. No. Oh, I think it was just was Total it? Total War Rome, maybe. Total War Rome. Yeah. So I have that one, too. I think it was, but it was just on sale. Like, it was super cheap. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was dirt cheap. Yeah. What was the game that you and Corey said you were going to buy, and you bought it, and Corey never did? Portal. Yeah, Portal. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> Portal 2. I still want to do that co-op. <coughs> I haven't played still Portal let's, 2 yet. Let's do it. I'm down for Portal 2. I'd be happy also. to. we got to get it on PC. I have it on PC. Sam. Portal 2? Don't I? Probably. Where else would I have bought it? I don't know because I probably would have, or maybe one of you guys do, do have it. I don't know. I have it. I have both of them. Yeah. So oh, do I. see, we're good to go, regardless uh, right. of if I have it. Yeah, that'd be a fun uh, uh, let's play to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. We have some good Let's Plays in the work. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Sounds good in theory. Oh, yeah. yeah well, yeah, like anything else. That's okay. it for April. All right. Uh, May, two games, at least uh, scheduled anyway. May 3rd, Battleborn for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Developed by Gearbox and published by 2K Games is the FPS MOBA in the vein of Overwatch. It's very similar. Uh, set in a space fantasy setting and will have 25 characters at launch. Uh, unlike Overwatch, it will have a campaign mode that can play, be played solo or with up to four players in co-op. Um, are, you like, to, are you allowed to talk about it yet? Well, this, I mean, I'm only going to talk about information that's uh, been shared. With it's it. out there? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I got the uh, like kind of light Borderlands feel from, from the information that they've shared on it. Um, I did play the beta alpha alpha i don't know it was a closed test beta test that i did i think it was a beta test that i did on it uh so i can't say too much about what my experience is with it but yeah it's 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 i guess it would be like overwatch and borderlands crossed okay so i'm i'm interested yeah i'm interested also um but i think if i get one of those games it's gonna be overwatch if I had to guess. This is coming oh, in same. May? May, and yeah. Overwatch is June. June. Is it? Yeah. Didn't show up on my list. No. I you thought about covering Overwatch? it. Overwatch? Yeah, it didn't show up on any of the lists I looked at. Uh, maybe it's not officially announced June. No, I don't think it is. I think it's just June was the... Okay, yeah. I looked on a few different lists, too, just in case. Yeah. Maybe that was the rumored one, and they haven't announced it yet. Uh, and then May 24th, Mirror's Edge Catalyst for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, developed by EA Dice and published by EA. I guess it's considered a reboot of the franchise and not a prequel. Yeah. Uh, because it's supposed to be it's set uh, before the events of Mirror's Edge uh, and will feature Faith's origin story. It's going to be set up a little bit differently. It's going to, instead of having a linear, linear storyline and levels, it's going to be a more open, free-roaming environment. I got the Dying Light impression from from when stuff I've read about the game, yeah, uh, which before Dying Light I would have thought wouldn't have been very good, but yeah, I think Dying Light proved that 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 sort of thing can, can be done. Be, yeah, it can be good. So, Corey, any, any interest in Mirror's Edge Catalyst? No, I tried to play the first Mirror's Edge, and I did. You get motion sick? No, I actually didn't. But oh, I just didn't didn't like it. Didn't see the appeal really. Okay. Yeah, I played uh, I played the first Mirror's Edge and. and and really enjoyed it, so I'm definitely interested in this one. Your brother probably, zombies were chasing me while pro- I was doing parkour. <laughs> probably be by. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Uh, and that's it for May. What do you got in June, Eric? Uh, no official dates, right. Dan. Just some games that are slated to come out in mm-hmm. June. Uh, some big ones, actually. Well, one or two, I guess it depends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, I'll start with uh, We Happy Few on PC and Xbox One. I don't know anything about that game. Um, that's what I'm going to get. It's oh. some of the developers that 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 did it are ones that did a game I really liked, and I can't remember what it was. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Uh, but it's set in dystopian alternate 1960s England. Oh. Uh, and the the citizens of the are on mandated uh, drug prescriptions that keep them like sedated. Okay. Uh, and you're or like you, flu shots. <laughs> I yeah, I guess like flu shots. Um. <laughs> But yeah, you're you're kind of fighting. Is that why I've that. been so out of it? Yeah. yeah. Did you get a flu shot? Yeah, I did. 
That's how the government injects you with nano machines to make you more docile. Shit. I have been docile lately. <laughs> I just thought it was old fat age. <laughs> the flu shot. So yeah, that's that's gonna be a buy for me. I'm really interested in that. Oh, it cool. looks really cool. Alright, uh One Piece Burning Blood for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Valentino Rossi, the game. Who the fuck is that? Okay. Uh <laughs> PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Gears of War Ultimate Edition comes to PC in June. Um, Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. I don't know what that means. Was there <laughs> DLC for that game? I wondered Not what that Definitive was meant, too. Okay, well, that's coming. PC and Xbox One. It's a physical release. That could be. I don't know. That that's just that a guess. That could be what it is. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved is set to officially launch this year. See, now I shouldn't have put it on my games I missed last year. Yeah, it wasn't technically out. out. Right. So it is uh, slated to launch in June for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, So ARK is an action-adventure survival game, uh, basically in a world of dinosaurs. And you can kill dinosaurs, tame them to make them your pets. I think you can ride on them, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. Mm -hmm. Even Um, the flying ones. Yeah, uh, it's got the the base building and defense... um, Kind of like a, a daisy look to it uh-huh. without zombies. It's uh-huh. dinosaurs instead of that. Um, but it's that kind of game, just a survival game. I've been really excited for this game for a while. I've just been waiting to play it on console. Is it out on Xbox yet? It's on early access. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I could get a discount if I bought it now. Mm-hmm. I just don't need it. Yeah. Uh, the time for it. It's one of those games that takes a lot. I played it oh, for yeah. probably five or six hours, and I really like what I played, but yeah. you really need, in order to get a lot out of it you need to sink a lot of time sure. into it yeah so i'm ex- excited about that one if i buy it i don't know we'll see but it's exciting i love it's that a, it's a cool game it yeah. really is i love that it's coming out already too yeah i felt like this one that was going to come out in like 2018 yep but i think it'll be, have been in a year in early access i think it launched in early access in june this year or don't last it. year rather no yeah. worry uh in 2018 daisy will finally come out <laughs> June 2nd it came out, Dan, yep. in Early Access. Okay. Uh, and that's from Studio Wildcard, developed and published. Uh-huh. Um, and last but certainly not least in June, No Man's Sky for PC and PS4. Will it finally come out? I don't know, man. In June. I feel like what happened with the release date for No Man's Sky was they wanted to set a deadline for themselves, something to work towards. You know, because they seem like they're creative guys, and when you get when you get people like that, a lot of times they you know just go crazy. just just go crazy with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they just wanted to set a deadline far enough ahead that they they thought the, 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 that they thought they could finish the game by. I think it gets pushed back again. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I just hope that I would rather they push it back than release it broken. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I think releasing a game like that broken could really cripple it right off the bat. You know. I'm nervous about No Man's Sky, Dan. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, and this is from Hello Games, uh, small small developer. Uh, it's just a adventure survival game where you're exploring space. Uh, everything's procedurally generated, so you could see things that nobody else is ever going to see, mm-hmm. um, and you can name those things and discover planets and animals and species of dinosaur, or whatever. Um, but there's also some gunplay, which we've seen in like 
Space um, combat. Space combat, uh, some resource gathering, um, which you can get attacked by space police mm-hmm. <laughs> if you if gather you get, too much. Get too aggressive. Yeah, you don't want to mine too much, I guess. Um, so, I don't know. It's just kind of like a exploration game. You get what you put into it. I had a sort of specific No Man's Sky question. Mm. Let's hear it. Is the procedural generation uh, rely on like the surrounding anything like does a uh, distance from a star affect yes that's what, where, the yeah planet yeah like and planet size affects like gravity and stuff like that it's a very okay, very good. specific uh solid set of algorithm algorithms that they're building the game off of that are that are based on yeah science. and i think even like the amount of oxygen uh on yep. a planet will will influence the wildlife that's on it yep that sort of stuff temperature Okay, I just it's very, worried it would just be completely random and no, just have no. It's very science heavy. That's good. That makes science me happy. Heavy. The look of the game is just so appealing. It's beautiful. Oh, God. yeah. Corey's playing some in the chat right now, and I just I get mesmerized every time I, I see do too. it. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying not to let my expectations get out of control either. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, there's this an, game is made for virtual reality too. There's enough games coming out this year that I don't. You know, even if it gets pushed back to next year, I'll, I'll like whatever. I won't be disappointed, but my excitement is at an all-time low. Yeah, for No Man's Sky, which kind of sucks. I agree, but it's, I don't know. It's still pretty far away. I bet you a month out, we'll be like, oh yeah, No Man's Sky. I, I can't I wait. So, I hope so. Especially, well, <clears throat> we're going to talk about VR later. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. So that's that's it. That's uh, slated for June release, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, July. Corey, did you have July? Yeah, I didn't, was, was find, there, I didn't there, see anything, though. There was nothing specific to July. Uh, August, I knew there was a specific game, so Will, why don't you go ahead and take August. August. Well, that little specific game is on August 23rd called Deus Ex Mankind Divided, uh, developed by Eidos Montreal and published by Square Enix. Set two years after Deus Ex Human Revolution, after the Panchea incident, millions of augmented people mindlessly attacked so-called naturals, uh... And people are now more against augmentations than ever, an attitude that has been encouraged and given uh, fire by the Illuminati, causing the augmented to become persecuted globally. Uh, Mankind Divided is set in uh, 2029 in the Czech Republic, capital Prague. Adam Jensen is the protagonist working with an international coalition to stop terrorist attacks. Uh, Jensen must deal with terrorist groups demanding equality for augmented people, as well as the shattery interest behind the events of the past two years and who control uh, their own organization. I'm really excited for this oh, game. Oh, me too. Um, I've watched nothing about it because I don't want to see anything. I'm in the same boat. Um, really, I don't want to spoil anything, absolutely anything about the game for myself. That, so th- I've been doing that ever since Skyrim, and I've enjoyed games way more. Yeah, for ones that I'm really excited about. Yep. So yeah, and once again, one of the cool things about science fiction. This is probably uh, something we're going to have to deal with as a population at some point. Yeah, augmentations. People, people have augmented limbs and stuff. Is there going to be a war between the naturals and well, the that's, augmented? Well, that's, like I said, that's what's important about science fiction in a lot of cases. Yeah. You know, they can, uh, science fiction authors especially will, will look into the future and see what kind of stuff we're going to be dealing with. Like yeah. George Orwell with the 1984. Yeah. That sort, of, that sort of thing. That's what's interesting about it. Yeah. Uh, and I assume I don't know this for sure, but they're gonna make it so you, the boss fights are better. Yeah, uh, I'm hopefully. imagining. <laughs> hopefully, so 
There's that too. Uh, I know the director's cut improved upon it a lot. I've, has any of us like played the director's cut? Corey, was it you that played it? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. They, what they did was they added uh, options within the boss battles. Okay. And that played all right. Yeah, okay. I, I thought it was fine because I mean my guy was not very good at combat. Yeah. So if, having to fight things would have really sucked. But they added uh, alternative ways to beat the bosses in the director's cut. Yeah, like I wasn't good at combat either, so the boss fights were a struggle. Yeah. So. Yeah, I played it much later, so I'm sure any any issues that I would have had were patched out. Or, yeah. I I might have the director's cut too. I'm not really sure. But. Yeah, that's all I've got for Deus Ex. Okay. Um, un- unscheduled releases? I'll get us started. Uh, the first one, Kingdom Come Deliverance for PC, Mac, and Linux. Uh, I think it's sometime in the summer. I want to say June, but I'm not 100% sure. And then it, to be announced on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, it's developed and published by Warhorse Studios. It's an RPG set in 15th century Kingdom of Bohemia. It's the low fantasy open world RPG um, that I've been looking forward to ever since I heard about the Kickstarter. I've got notes for it. Let me if my Evernote would open on my tablet. I think this is something we've talked about in the we've, past. Yeah, too, we've talked we about it. This kind of game. Yeah, definitely. I know we talked about it in last year's uh, twenty. I think it was in the twenty fifteen games preview because I think it got delayed like maybe in October until <laughs> summer this year. Uh, upcoming role-playing game set in the 15th century medieval kingdom of Bohemia with a focus on historically accurate and realistic content. The game will be a single-player experience with branching quest lines and a highly interactive world, encouraging emergent gameplay. Kingdom Come will feature period-accurate armor and clothing, combat techniques, and real-world castles recreated with the assistance of architects and historians. The game will also contain period music recorded by Czech masters that were taken note for note from medieval songbooks. So a very atmospheric RPG. Realistic. Yeah. So you're going to do some farming. You're going to drink a lot. You're going to go <laughs> to one battle and die. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> there is games out there like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be one of those games where the your skills level up as you use them. So, um, you know, what, whatever you decide to be, I, I heard you could be a bard or a merchant or a fighter or they rattled off a bunch of different things you could be in the game so i thought that was cool a bunch of different ways to complete your objectives so it's like skyrim but set in a realistic world kind of i'm in yeah me too i have a feeling it's gonna suck though do you which game I is do. that kingdom come deliverance mm. i think it's too ambitious for oh is that the one that jake turned us on to yes okay yes it is we shall see. I'm excited for it. Uh, next, Crackdown 3, Xbox One, developed by Regent Games uh, and published by Microsoft Studios. It's a sandbox third-person shooter. It's got fully destructible environments, which I thought was cool. In uh, multiplayer, single-player has partially destructible environments. I was a big fan of the Crackdown games. Um, they are, think of cel-shaded Grand Theft Auto, but superpowers. That's what Crackdown is like. So it's um, Borderlands, Saints Row, and GTA. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a fair blend of games. Um, yeah, because you have a uh, yeah, it's like Saints Row, Saints Row Four, mm. um, Grand Theft Auto, and graphically it's more similar to Borderlands because it was okay. cel shaded. At least the first two were cel shaded. I don't know what the third one's supposed to look like, but 
So it seems pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, I was a big fan of Crackdown 1 and 2. Are the, I wonder if those are backwards compatible. I don't know. That's, that's a, that's a, a good question. question. Because I've never played any of these. I know I played a crap ton of the first one. And I only bought it, actually, because it had a demo for... Uh, or a beta for Halo 3 before Halo 3 came out. That's right. So that's how they sold a lot of copies of it, but it actually ended up being a really good game. Yeah. I don't remember Crackdown 2 as much. I don't think I played it as, nearly as much as I played the first Crackdown. But it's cool stuff. Yeah, you play as like a paramilitary uh, person, you know, fighting the bad guys or whatever. Fighting crime. Yeah. <laughs> fighting crime. So that's crack. It is not backwards compatible. Crack. Uh, it may, maybe it will be at some point. It says the, they the, plan on having the first one. Okay, yeah. I think the first, the first one ended up being the better one mm. out of one and two, if I remember correctly. They made a big deal about um, the cloud yeah. being the big reason that they could have the destructible. Yep. They they offloaded all the destruct, destruction uh, engine stuff to the Microsoft Azure cloud stuff. Oh, yeah, the cloud thing they made a big deal about. Yeah, which I think everyone was confused as of what it is. <laughs> what they were talking about. And I still am. Oh, I always will be. But, <laughs> hey, if it can process destructible environments, which I think is going to be one of the next big things in gaming, is fully destructible environments. I hope so. Because that's cool. Is Just Cause fully destructible? No. No? Okay. No. A lot of destructible environments, but not fully. Okay. Uh, and last on my unscheduled list is a game called Hellblade for PC and PS4. Developed and published by Ninja Theory, who did the DMC game. Uh, It's based on a Celtic myth where the lead character Senua embarks on a personal journey through the underworld. And I guess they did a lot of consulting with actual psychologists on this Hmm. um, and tried to at least somewhat accurately represent uh, psychological illness in, in the game, which I thought was really cool. It's a dumb name for a game. Yeah, but, Hellblade. But yeah. it seems like a really neat game. These are the people that made the uh, Devil May Cry remaster. Yep, DMC. Reboot. So. Yep. They made a couple other uh, really well-received games, too. So I got some faith in this one. They, they called themselves one of the first AAA indie developers. Okay. So, Or th- that Hellblade was one of the first AAA indie, indie games, I guess. So is this going to be 60 or 20? I don't know. But... I, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. One. I'm in too. So, what do you got, Corey? Uh, I have three. The first one of just a few games I picked that I'm interested in this year. The first one is Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. We saw a little teaser for this before the Game Awards this year. Um, it's from the lead programmer and studio that brought you Gone Home. The preview I read for it is from Polygon, of course. But it will have, uh, what's interesting about it is that it will have a JRPG-style overworld map. And on that map, you will discover, quote, experiences inspired by America's historic relationship with traveling. Hmm. I think uh, I saw the, the little teaser. I thought it had a pretty cool style, aesthetic, kind of western-y, uh, travel-inspired Um It'll be interesting to see what that studio can do. Yeah. Po- post Gone Home. Yeah. Which, I, one, one of the things I like about indie studios is that they can try 
interesting things like that, you know? Yeah, which yeah. is why it's surprising to see EA making a game like Unravel. Right. Well, I, what happened was EA heard – I think the way I, the way I read it was EA heard someone was doing, like, an interesting game, and they went and they – Bought it. They bought, they bought the studio. Yeah. That's the impression that I got from from stuff I read on that. So, yeah, I'm interested to see uh, what the, what these guys can put out now. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool, but uh, I mean, a game can't live on aesthetic alone. We just talked about Ori in the Blind Forest, um, so hopefully they can. You know, there wasn't much gameplay wise in Gone Home. No, so it'll be interesting. To, it'll How be dare interesting you? To see if they can if they can uh, add some sort of gameplay mechanic that. Uh, keeps me addicted speaking of another game they're doing is tacoma this is one that was announced at the game awards in december of 2014 all we saw was the brief teaser which had some radio dialogue chatter going uh within the lunar transfer station called tacoma and that's all we really know about that game too sounds cool that actually looks really interesting I'm, i'm interested in this one too yeah um yeah, I'm excited for that. But one of the biggest games I'm excited for this year, Mass Effect Andromeda. The oh, yeah. upcoming third-person action RPG by BioWare, of course. It takes place in the Andromeda Galaxy uh, long, long time after the events of the first three games, which I don't think took place. They took place in the Milky Way. Yeah. Andromeda's yeah. galaxy is really far away, even though it's the nearest galaxy yeah. to our it's... galaxy. So we're in a whole new galaxy. It's crazy. Because interstellar travel is one thing. Intergalactic travel is a completely different ballgame. Yep. Uh, So I'm really excited to see what they do with that. Yeah. Bioware game in a universe that I love. Oh, boy. You think it's all going to be new races? Or is it going to be the same old? Yeah, you never know. It's it, there's been very very little information on it. Other than I heard it's going to be more like there's going to be more space sim type of stuff in it. Oh, I had heard I didn't that. Read anything about that? I had heard that floated around. Now, would you guys be disappointed if it was the same races? Or no. no, no. Okay, no. No, I'm I'm open to whatever they want to want to do. Yeah, they can do no wrong. I don't know about that. Well, they could, but they have a lot of wiggle wiggle room. In yeah, my they opinion. do. Uh, of of a lot of the developers, they have yes some wiggle room. Yeah, as as a fan of the trilogy, including the last game and the ending, I, was I liked I liked the game uh, ending. But anyway, yeah, yeah, they they, they can great. do whatever they want. Uh, and this <laughs> is another one another thinking, talking about all the big open world RPGs. Um, I hope they don't go the Inquisition route with this and yeah. make it totally open and have a bunch of inane fetch quests yeah uh i would not be okay with that and collections and stuff i i really liked and and want now more so than ever the guided experience that mass effect uh even being an rpg had yeah so uh, i hope that's the case they are using the same engine as inquisition uh and there's a couple teasers you can watch but beyond that we don't really know anything is that the frostbite engine I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I'll look it and up. That, and that's all I have. I actually have to duck out for a little bit. Okay. Um, sorry, I, I may be back. I'll leave up the stream and everything. You're going to miss our Oculus talk? You're going to miss... Oh, you're the most important talk. Cog in you're that. the one I wanted to hear. I'm not sure. I, I, I will try to make it back in a timely fashion, guys, but I imagine feel you guys bad. will be here pretty late. Huh? I said, let's make him feel bad. Okay. 
That's fine. Will, you go first. <laughs> You're going to miss Life is Strange talk. <laughs> I don't know. Do, do what do you got to do, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Where is he going? Who knows? Eric, what do, you, what do you got for unscheduled releases? Okay. It is Frostbite Engine, Will. Frostbite hey, 3. Well, three points for you. I just know. Uh, yeah, so I've got four games here, Dan. I will start with Mafia 3 because that's the one I'm least interested in, but uh-huh. I still am interested in it. Yeah, that's why you uh, picked it. Yeah, 2K games uh, supposed to come out this year. Mafia 3, open-world third-person action-adventure video game. Um, obviously with Mafia involved. Uh, so the plot, the game takes place in the year 1968 and revolves around Lincoln Clay, uh, who is a Vietnam veteran. Um, as an orphan, he was constantly looking for family until he joined the armed forces to fight in the Vietnam War. He returns to New Orleans after the war and joins the black mob. And after surviving a murder attempt by the Italian mob, he attempts to start his own criminal organization to get revenge. Oh. So that's the setup for the story. Uh, I played a little bit of the first Mafia mm-hmm. on computer, oh. actually. How long ago was that? It was think? a fucking while ago. Yeah, because I bought Mafia Two recently. I played okay. Mafia Two. I haven't played it, but I, I have it. Yeah, um, I like anything that features Mafia. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so I will probably get this one day one. Um, you guys in on that one? I'm interested. Possibly. I'll have to play the second one before I go and play the third. It depends on when it comes out and what's coming out around it. Okay. That's a huge factor, you know. I'm wary of GTA-esque games. Yeah. I think... Because eh. it's something that I just not, I'm not into personally. I Well, this is Mafia. More, it, it's Are more you, period. Yeah. Oh, more of a period piece than yeah, Grand Theft Auto. It's but different. I, but I played Mafia 2, and it was pretty... Similar. Oh, you didn't care, oh, you you didn't didn't care, care for, for it? it? Okay. It's all right. I liked the part when the snow took over the city. Uh-huh. I didn't play any of uh, Mafia 2. You'd probably like it a lot. Yeah, I'm sure I would. Yeah. Um, my next one, Sea of Thieves, which I actually don't think is going to come out this year. I don't either. That's developed by Rare, published by Microsoft uh, for Xbox One and PC. Um, basically, it looked like a cartoony pirate MMO. Yeah. It's the impression that I got to. Where you can sail boats and uh-huh. plunder is booty. This, is this the game that looked awesome but people were making fun of? Yes. yes. And all of us were like, that game looks fucking sweet. <laughs> it does. Yeah, and I'm really excited for that game. Uh, I hope it comes out this year, but I really doubt it. Uh, cool to see Rare putting out a game, too, after Rare Replay came out. Uh, yeah, they've had year. a couple stinkers uh, in the past couple years, like the sports, Connect Sports. Oh, that was, was rare? I think so. Yeah, they I had think, a, no, a, a Connect-specific right. game that came out. Connectables? I can look. Hold on. But I don't know, I don't know that they they haven't put out anything like that in a while. Okay. Games from Rare. Like a legitimate game. Yeah. List of that, video games. Is it games. Connect Sports Rivals, maybe? Something like that? I don't know. Oh, my God. It's definitely a lot of games. <laughs> it's definitely a Connect game. Uh, they did Connect Sports Rivals. Okay. Well, oh, they before? did Killer Instinct also. Oh, okay. Well, I... I hold my... So that was good. Bite my tongue. Uh, Connect Sports Rivals, Killer Instinct, Connect Sports, yeah. So Killer Instinct was the only game they've done that's been good in a few years, right? Yeah, the last one before that was Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts for the 360 in 2008. Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. And I don't know how that was. I never... I think Giant Bomb said it was pretty good. Oh, was it? But they may have been sarcastic. Uh, Okay. I couldn't tell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
as is the case sometimes. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm I'm actually really excited for. If that game was definitely slated for this year, it'd be one of probably my top five most anticipated. Okay, that's how cool I thought that game looked. It looks it looks really good. Yeah, I agree. so um, moving right along, Cuphead, which is yeah. coming out for Xbox One and PC. Uh, Cuphead is the coolest looking game I've ever seen. I'm in a hundred percent agreement with you on that one. Yeah, I, I you've never seen anything like it. Like, is it twenties cartoony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, this is supposed to be a super hard game. It is mostly made up of boss fights, and the story is the player Cuphead. You are a little cup. He loses a bet with the devil and spends the game attempting to repay his bet by beating bosses. But the real magic is the music the art and the art of this game is incredible. Yep. So, if you're not familiar with it, look it up because it looks oh. fabulous. And apparently, there's co-op. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, because it's Cuphead and his brother, isn't it? Yeah. I think his brother is the the other the other Cuphead guy. I wonder what his brother's name is. Charlie. <laughs> Mughead. I don't know, but it looks awesome. Yeah. They really, really, really nailed the art style on that one. It's it's perfect. I'm actually surprised that didn't come out last year. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, it was supposed to. Yeah, and you don't really expect, like, an indie game like that to be delayed. Yeah. But whatever. I hope they do delay it until it's ready. Yep. That's actually one that's been delayed that I have not lost any anticipation for. Yeah. Because I have, I really don't have any doubt it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, And last but not least... The Last Guardian uh-huh. for PS4 is supposedly finally coming out this year. Nice. Uh, first announced in 2007. Wow. Wow. Yes. So Those. apparently it's been... I argue... I don't think it's been in development since then. I think they canceled it and yeah. just brought it back brought because it back. of all the hubbub. Could be. Um, I can't see it take, taking that long on a game either. That's that's too long. No. So yeah, this is a PS4 exclusive from Sony Computer Entertainment and Japan Studio. Um, it's it's kind of set in like some temples, like ruins, like Mayan-looking ruins. Yeah. Uh, story follows that of a boy who's trying to escape from a settling resembling the ruins of a large, expansive castle. The boy has been kidnapped under mysterious circumstances, um, and comes to discover a giant feathered creature, uh, who people have named Bird Dog. That's what he looks like. Bird it's a Bird Dog. Um, I guess the creature's name is Trico. Um, so I guess the story kind of revolves around the relationship that they build. And if you've played um, Shadow of Colossus, uh, kind of the same thing with the Similar horse. Similar feel, yeah. Yeah. So I think it looks really cool. I don't think it could possibly ever live up to the hype. But people really are into Shadow of Colossus and Eco um, by the, the same uh, developers. So This game better not end, sadly. Yeah, if Bird Dog dies, I'll be devastated. I'd much rather see the little kid die Same here. than Bird Dog. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, I think we did too. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, you think it'll come out? Uh, it's tough to say. Yeah, yeah, I think it will. Is that a $60 game? I mean, I guess it would depend on how long. It, like, it's it's tough because if it's it, – it's like it looks like a PS3 game, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And then, uh, well, when we it, saw the not, last gameplay from it, it didn't look. It looked like a that, like a yeah. mid generation PS3 game. I would compare it to like what I thought when I saw Star Fox. Yeah, yeah. The first gameplay for Star Fox, I was yep. like, "Well, that looks old." Yeah, <laughs> it looks like it's been sitting on a shelf for a while. Yeah, 
which may be the case. Yeah, uh, which but is not far off. I, I guess it depend on length and and you know the interestingness of the game. I mean, I like the concept of it. And, yeah, and the puzzles seem like they're cool. But right. Yeah, sixty bucks. I don't know. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm getting that day one. Yeah. So well, like you said, it's exclusive. You yeah. you have have to buy it. So. Yep. That's it for me, Dan. Okay. Will, did you have any you wanted to cover? No, I didn't realize to, uh, we were getting the oh, that's right. scheduled releases. We talked about yeah. that right, right when you got Did you do yours, Dan? Yeah. Okay, I just want to go through real quick sure. and see if there were any that we, we didn't talk about. Oh, Persona 5 is one this year for PS4 owners mm-hmm. uh, that we should probably get pretty excited about. I'm going to get that. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to play the Persona series. Yeah, very highly thought of. Yeah. Persona 4 Golden... I bought for Vita. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it, but hopefully I will. Um, I know there was a couple other ones. Did we do Gears 4? No. No. Gears 4 is coming out this fall for Xbox One. Hopefully PC. Yeah. Halo Wars 2. It won't come out for PC this year. Halo Wars 2 I'm actually really excited about. Me too. It's supposed to come out this year. Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah. Probably you, should have talked about that one. Do you think it's going to come out this year? If- I do. Really? Yeah, I do. In the fall. They've shown a lot of gameplay for it. And it looks pretty polished already. Yeah. I think it will come out this year. Uh, that'll be. I think that'll be Sony's big exclusive fall, fall for release. Fall. Um, Horizon Zero. We probably should have covered that one. Ooh, Kerbal <laughs> totally. Space Program for the Wii U. Really? Oh, I think I did hear that was coming out for the Wii U. <laughs> yeah. Final Fantasy 15 we didn't talk about. Final Fantasy 15. Oh, yeah. That's another I'm one. actually really fucking excited for Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, it looked great. Um, let's see. Almost to the bottom of the list. Recore supposed to come out for Xbox One as an exclusive. Uh, that got delayed into 2017. Is that the one? Or is no, that was bound? Scalebound. Recore got delayed to later, later this year. That's yes. Right. Scalebound got del- delayed into That was one of my nibble bits. That's right. Um. Yeah, so there's there's actually quite a bit more than what we even covered. Yeah, we'll probably we'll do a fall games yeah. preview when the uh, at the end of August, like we always do. Although New, this year we didn't do it until October. New Zelda, Wild, Wild. Remember yeah. that one? Yeah, Wild looks Wild. neat. Is that a PS4 exclusive? I think so. Wow, I didn't realize that. I think there's speculation about a PC release, but there was just speculation. I know they've only announced the PS4. Another one I'm excited about is um, the Tomorrow Children. That yeah. one looked really cool. Yep. I can't explain it, so if you're interested, go watch a watch video. Watch a video, yeah, it is hard to explain. It's Minecrafty, but in like a, it's a, a Russian, yeah, Soviet, yeah. communist state type of thing. Yeah, and you're kind of like rebuilding under their control. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It looks pretty cool. So yeah, a lot of good games coming out this year. It looks like Absolutely. again, no, t- better no time better. or money. Yep, <laughs> unfortunately. I'm with Corey though. I hope they don't. Only, I hope there's not a ton of seventy eight because I played a lot of fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty hour RPGs this year, and I'm hoping there's not as many of those this year. When I is, wouldn't mind a couple, but when is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven coming out? Supposedly this year. I haven't heard anything about it. Jesus. Did they say they're going to support The Witcher for like three years before they put out Cyberpunk? Yeah, but the it was it was only rumored that Cyberpunk was supposed to come out this year. Okay. I don't think C- CD Projekt Red has come out and said that it was coming out this year. But we'll Oof. see. That right. won't be until if that comes out this year. It'll be late this year. Yeah, it'll be fall, yeah, fall winter. So all right, cool. Shall we get into nibble bits? 
Yeah, I suppose we should. All right. Uh, I guess I'll save mine for last in hopes that Corey's back in time. Okay. <laughs> so I have a feeling he won't be back. Yeah. Me too. Jerk. I'll well, go. Okay, go ahead. I just have one. Well, actually, I had two. Uh, the first bit of Rainbow Six Siege DLC has been postponed until mm-hmm. February 2nd. So I believe that's going to come with a new map, uh, which everybody will get. Um, and then two operators. Okay. That's part of that DLC. And then my second one was the Scalebound being delayed until 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Scalebound. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be either. But I like Platinum. Platinum's the yeah. developer. And I, I love just their games. find the uh, the dragons mixed with like, uh, what's the word? The Skrillex. Um, uh, dubstep. Dubstep techno. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like what? Yeah. Whose idea was that? Yeah. I haven't seen anything about this game. Oh, really? So I should, should probably. Look <laughs> I watched about 15 minutes of gameplay. It looked fun. Yeah. It's all about the tight controls with Platinum. Okay. That's what they. That's what they offer. I'll I'll watch some gameplay and see. Yeah. So. I mean, they only showed like they showed a guy walking around a field, and then like he he called in a dragon to fight with them. And then he like jumped up on the dragon to fight with some dubstep going. I don't remember if there was dubstep. He has or headphones not. and yeah. yeah, I think there was some and like dubstep. a sword. Yeah. So is this the like the dubstep guy of Sunset Overdrive? Yeah, yeah, kind of thrown in with like dragons, <laughs> okay. which is a weird, uh, a weird, weird combination. Mix. All right, well, what do you got for noble bits? Yeah, nothing. Dude. Nothing for noble bits. Um, I feel like there was something. That I saw that a news, yeah, news biddies. Maybe Corey got it. One of them was that Final Fantasy Nine was was going to be coming to Steam at the end of this month. But I I tweeted that like two weeks maybe ago. like two weeks ago, and at this point, Here, like, I can pull we, up we, our Twitter. We talked about it already when I did my games preview. Uh, there's a new humble bundle. It's the Tom Clancy's humble bundle. Yes, Ooh, if you're interested in the in the old Tom, you Clancy can get games. access to the Division Beta yep. through that also. Yep. Um, we talked about oh. Rise of the Tomb Raider, Assassin's, right? Assassin's Creed. That was what I was thinking oh, of. Oh, there you go. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So the uh, Assassin's Creed has it's rumored. It's not for sure yet, mm-hmm. but supposedly they are not going to do a big release this year. Uh, going to hold off for 2017, and it's supposedly set in Egypt, which is cool. I wonder the time period for Egypt. Is it ancient Egypt or is it like uh, late 18th century Egypt? I'd be interested to hear that. I think what I read, people said this is going to be like how the first one was around that time period. So during like the Crusades? Ancient Egypt. Okay. Is it like, oh, see, ancient Egypt could mean 4,000 years ago or? Nah, doesn't say. Okay. I'd, I'd be interested to see how that all plays out because the whole thing is the, the Knights Templar versus the assassins. and the, the Knights Templar didn't become an order until uh, the, the Crusades. Yeah. So. Wait, was it Kotaku last year that leaked? Yes. They did it again. Yep. They're going to get blacklisted again by Ubisoft. Ubisoft and Bethesda do not like Kotaku. No, they don't. Um, It's not Kotaku's fault. No, I, you got to report it. I don't know. I'm kind of happy to see that they're skipping a year. I would, yeah. Oh, I agree. I'm. I'm oh totally yeah, I'm, I'm not in any hurry for another. It doesn't need to come out every year. No, because I want to go back and play the ones that I missed but didn't like. Rage to see, quit. Yeah, to see like three, <laughs> to see if I like it a little bit more. You won't. 
You're right, I won't. I'm going to play it for an hour and hate it. The other part of that rumor is that Watch Dogs 2 is going to take its place this fall. Mm. I liked Watch Dogs 1 yeah. fairly, you know, it was okay. Yeah. I think it was a great starting point. Yeah. So Watch Dogs 2 might be good. Yeah. There was actually an article somewhere recently that said what Watch Dogs 2 needs to have in it. Yeah. Changes. I didn't read it, but, um, yeah. Has it been two years? Since Watch Dogs, the first one? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's around. I have time for a new one. Sure. I still want to go back and play the first one. It was all right. Yeah. You know. Um, And then I think there was one other thing in here. Oh, uh, Major League Gaming was bought by Activision Blizzard. Yeah. That'll be Blizzard. I don't really give a shit about that. No. But. They were trying to compete with Twitch. They had their own video streaming and everything. Oh, really? Yep. I don't know. So that didn't fare well. Never got into the esports scene, I guess. Yeah, I watch it sparingly. I'll catch uh, like a Heroes of the Storm tournament or when I see them play the stuff, I'm like, well, I kind of want to play video games. So yeah. then I just stop watching and, and play exactly play something. So. Yeah. If I have free time, I'm, I'm playing video games, not yeah. watching somebody else play them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll get to the news. <laughs> the big news of the week. Yeah. Um. Oculus has announced a price and release date for the Rift VR headset. It will be launching on March 28th with a $600 price tag. Included with the headset, uh, obviously it comes with the headset itself, motion tracking sensor, Oculus controller, Xbox One controller, and games E-Valkyrie and Lucky's Tale. So, there was a lot of controversy over the price. Um... Even as as late as like last fall, I think Palmer Lucky, the I guess founder of Oculus, was saying that he thought the headset was going to come in at around three hundred fifty dollars. I read his AMA on Reddit, yeah, and he talked about that a lot. And he's like, I really regret giving that because it was off. Now people are mad. Yeah, he's and people were asking him for ballparks and other things. He's like, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, for that reasoning. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, I really wanted to get Corey's opinion on this because he was all about Oculus, so I don't know what his thoughts are now. Um, I kind of had, and we talked about this before the $600 price tag uh, was announced, I kind of priced my, it, it priced itself out for me even at $350. Um, I, I think I talked to Eric specifically about it, uh, saying that, it, you know, if I had 350 or 400 bucks, I'm probably going to buy myself a new monitor for my computer. Uh, when I bought my computer, I bought the cheapest budget HD monitor I could find. Mm-hmm. Um, buying a new monitor would vastly increase my uh, uh, experience playing all the games that I already have, uh, as well as all the games that are coming out this year. So for me, like even 350 was too much. So obviously 600 is way too much. I'm, I don't know. I'm not really that surprised that it's that much. I'm not either. I, so. I'm not. I'm not mad either. I was. I was initially. I was kind of kind of put off by it, but I was like, you know what? Whatever. I wasn't going to get an Oculus anyway, right. so I can't say that I really gave a shit. Yeah. The, the only thing for me is that I feel like that means that gives Sony a little more room to raise their price, maybe yeah. a little higher than it may have been. Right. Uh, I saw a report today, right before I came here, that theirs is going to be between four and 500 Yep. So that probably puts me out Yeah. day one. Yeah. Which sucks, because I do want it. Yeah. I would I would like to get the uh, VR eventually, too. Uh, I've definitely got to wait for the price to come down. I'll also be interested, like like you said, to see what PSVR 
is going to charge for theirs and what HTC is going to charge for their headset. If they both come in under Oculus. Oh, I think Sony's going to come in under for sure. Yeah. Um, they ha- I, they have to, I feel like. I, PC gamers are willing to shell out yeah, and more I, than that's, the console gamers That's are. definitely that – I've, I've read that a bunch of different places, absolutely, because, you know, you're already spent a lot of money on your computer anyway. Yeah. Um, people will drop $200 on a keyboard, you know, so – 600 bucks on a headset. Um, uh, you know, it would have been borderline for me. At like, If it was like 300 I probably would have been like, okay, I could probably move some money around, maybe not buy a couple of games and, and, and get one. But uh, definitely the $600 price tag put it out of range for me. But, uh, you know, it's I just think it's going to be uh, a little slower uh, growth rate. It, I think it's going to be here to stay. I don't think it's going to be it's a, niche a, thing. a fad. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll just be a few years before it catches on like mainstream. Yeah. A little slower than I thought it was going to initially. So, but yeah, I'll be really interested to see what the other other VR headsets are going for. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really honestly care too much about virtual reality personally, but I'm excited to see it come out. Yeah. Though, just for people to see like wh- where it goes. Yeah. I really want to try it, too. Yeah. I mean, that's my ultimate thing. And you know what? A lot of people, I to, I think I told you guys about this, but a lot of people are making headsets, VR headsets for their phones. Really? Yeah, you just get a little thing with lenses on it that you plug in. You, I like, there's a there's an Android app that you can download. You connect, you connect this to your computer, plug it in, and play whatever game on in, in virtual reality. I guess the head tracking's not very good. Yeah. Yet, but it also doesn't cost anything. So, well, you can get like a Google Cardboard headset, or they make like thirty or forty dollar headsets with the lenses and everything that you can strap this to your face. I wish I had talent to do something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's a it's just a guy that that wanted to make cool. make a phone thing. Um, you know, so I actually think that's that's going to be more popular as we go along. Yeah, the... is the mobile mobile VR. Because everyone already has a phone. If you can get a thirty dollars headset that, to plug yeah. it into, and you know, just look around. Yeah, you're, you're probably right with that. That's that'll probably take off. Yeah, too. the primary difference right now is um, the actual VR headsets have better resolution screens than than a phone. Um, but I think in the next probably two three years, you'll start seeing phones with four four K screens. What's the resolution yeah. of Oculus? Do we know? I think it's 1980 by or 1920 by 1080 for each eye, or, or is it 1920 by 1200 for okay. each eye? Okay. So like my my phone has a 1440p okay. screen, so, so that would be split it, in half. So, it's pretty, so you can you can kind of see pixels. Uh, okay. A little bit. Eh. Yeah. yeah. I'm just interested to see yeah, where, where all where all this is going to go. We should all chip in. Yeah. And, yeah. The problem with a headset is you put it on your face. That's true. And sweat. You know, like that's <laughs> no, not, I don't that, care about that. That's I not just, something you, you, you spread around. I'm going to be in Virginia. Yeah. So I won't even be able to use it. Whoa. <laughs> As I knee the bottom of the table. Dan breaks the table. Dan, you want to I'm pissed about VR. You want to split no. one, Dan? No. At some point? That's like I said. Even splitting it, three hundred bucks, that would buy yeah, me a, re- that, a that would buy me a really good monitor. Yeah, you're right. That. I'll be able to play all the games that I buy this year on in better quality than what I have now. Plus, if I get one, it's going to be the PSVR. Yeah, that's true. Dan, when are we? When do we have to upgrade our graphics card? We don't need to. We're set on We're graphics set. card. For how, I'll, how I'll, long? I don't know. I'll have to check your processor. I don't processors. Some people are failing on Uh-oh. the tests. 
computer. But graphics man. card wise, we, we we meet the minimum. Okay. Minimum spec for for the Oculus anyway. I don't know if HTC's is going to be different. I have no idea. So are we above the minimum by a decent amount? We're at the minimum. Oh god. I thought my graphics card was sweet. It is sweet. <laughs> That's how uh, intensive. Well, uh, here, here's the way to look at it. What, what, when you're processing video, the, like the the VR headset has to process two videos okay. at, we'll say nineteen, you know, standard HD, 1080p. Okay. So instead of processing one 1080p video, it's got to process two 1080p videos. Okay. It's like a like very basic explanation of okay why sense. it takes so much computing power. So. All right, that makes sense then. Yeah. Which is why the the PlayStation One has to come with its own separate thing that you attach to the PS4. Okay. Because it needs that extra graphical processing power to 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 process it. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. That's all so in depth. Yeah. yeah, I'd be interested to see a breakdown of all the what the components cost mm-hmm. because I thought that was I, that seemed a bit much, but again. This reminds. I have no. I'm not an engineer, so I have no idea. This reminds me. Uh, they asked him what the lifespan uh, for the first generation Oculus would be. That's another. Lucky. That's another thing. He said it would be like a phone lifespan. So like a year three, and a half or two years. He said two to three. Mm. So that's the problem with technology nowadays. Is it's growing so by leaps fast. and bounds. Yeah. So if you want to drop six hundred every two to three years at all, and like if the he said the CPU and GPU are places where they want to improve on because then that'll cut back costs for everybody. Yeah. Uh, so he said that's one thing that they want to work on for their second generation. I don't see so the second gen costing six hundred bucks still. If there's other competitors, mm-hmm. there's no way. Yeah. No, I think you're right, Dan. So it's all very interesting to see how this all shakes out. Again, I think even if the HTC the the Vive comes in at like five hundred bucks, I think Oculus might even like cut the price at that point. Yeah, because they have Facebook backing them. I know they're not they're supposedly not making a profit off of the first gen the first generation VR headsets. But Facebook can certainly eat a yeah. They can eat eat some of the costs because I think it's going to be big. Yeah. You know, down the line. Now, when's this coming out specifically? What day? March 28th. Is it March 28th? Okay. Mm-hmm. Soon. Yeah. Yeah, because Facebook wants to get into, like, education with those things, which I think there's a lot of cool applications there for education and mm-hmm. um, a lot of different things you can use it for. Training. Yeah. Not uh, that that And that was my concern with Oculus when Facebook bought it, was that they would try to use it for education for vr training for other things Farmville. You know? and not and not well not not that but, <laughs> it, but but not have it be a gaming peripheral anymore yeah have it be just for everything yeah and every man's device yeah so any other thoughts on oculus like i said i really wanted to get Corey's opinion yeah because he was all in for oculus i'm I, i'm I think, sure i bet you he's all out yeah, yeah I, I would think so that's a tough pill to swallow sounded like he was all out yeah <laughs> <laughs> He'd have to upgrade his computer too, wouldn't he? He would have to get a new video card. I don't think he was pro- he was planning on doing that anyway. Yeah. So like, uh, but again, uh, you're looking at oh, and another thing I wanted to talk about, uh, like on the comments, I was reading the comments sections, and they're like, in Canada, this headset's 800 Canadian plus tax plus shipping. It's over a thousand bucks for for Canadians. In the United States, it was six hundred plus tax. A he, lot of other places, it was way more. He talked about that too, and how he 
was really un- like not upset, but he said it was really unfortunate that yeah. all of the currency issues. Yeah. So, it's a that's tough. apparently they sold out of day ones. Yeah. In fourteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. Which a lot of people said it was a lot of it was scalpers. Yeah, I could you, see. You that. didn't need to put any money down to pre-order it. Like I could have pre-ordered one, even though I had no intention right. of buying it. Oh wow! It, it like Amazon, it won't it won't charge you until it sh- ships, so okay. I could cancel it any time before that. So I can imagine some of those dates will move up a little bit uh, as people get near and figure out that they're just not going to have enough money for it, yeah, or whatever. But yeah, in Corey's situation, like he at least has to buy a three hundred dollar graphics card on top of the six hundred dollar. <laughs> um, I actually I think the AMD card is a little bit cheaper, but I I thought I had heard he wanted to go the Nvidia route this time, mm-hmm. but so okay. That's VR. That was the big news this week, the big controversy. Indeed. And damn it, Corey. Well, if he gets gets back by the time we're done, we'll have him give his thoughts on it, and we can reopen the discussion, I guess. All righty. How was your Corey, week, Corey. Eric? Uh, a couple of weeks, I guess. Yeah. So we're talking about before Christmas. Yeah, I guess it has been. I don't know. I mean, I don't even remember. That's how I was. I got too. a new TV. Have I talked about that? No, not no. on here. Yeah, so my my fiance got me a 58 inch 4K Vizio as a wedding present, but she she decided to give it to me at Christmas, which was great, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. Uh, There's nothing I, like a new TV. Yeah, so I had to go out and get a new um, TV stand, entertainment center, whatever, too. So I got a pretty nice setup now. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a difference over my 10 plus year old 37 inch yeah. that I was using. <laughs> Uh, so the, that was the, really nice. The color quality and sharpness of the images is hu- the huge oh, yeah. difference. Yeah. Huge difference. And I, I can sit back on my couch when I play games now. Yeah. Which is great. Um, geez, I don't know what else has been going on. The Bills knocked the Jets out of the playoffs, I so loved, that was great. I love seeing that. Yeah, that was nice. Fitzpatrick with a return to form. Three <laughs> interceptions on the last three drives. Oh, wow. I was playing Battlefront with Eric when Eric was watching the game at the same time, so I got to hear it. Eric nice. goes, threw another one. <laughs> he was throwing them left and right. You just thought he was back playing for the Bills. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm really glad just because the Jets lost, but I also would much rather see the Steelers in the playoffs. Oh, me too. Than, than the Absolutely. Jets. I hate yeah. the Jets. Um, I don't think there's anything else, really. I, I did get a date, I think, that I'll be down in Virginia by March 1st. Wow. Um... So, yeah, I'm going to look at apartments the 18th through the 20th. Mm-hmm. I got apart, uh, appointments set up for six ap- apartments, two each day. I wanted to space it out so we yeah. had time to look around and do yeah. other stuff, too. So, got a diner down there I'm going to try out. Nice. Um, so, then the podcast will go to, over to full Skype at yeah. that point. Yeah, full Skype. I'm hoping my internet doesn't suck. Yeah. It's we, Time Warner, right? Comcast. Oh, the only thing, I, I think their internet's fine. You have to worry about data caps. <laughs> I think. God damn it. What's Infinity? I think that's just a different ISP. One of the places I called... Some some places have more than one. Not like here where we only have one. One of the places I called has Infinity high-speed internet included mm. in rent. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You just check out the speeds and if there's da- yeah. uh, data caps. Other than that, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I don't know. We shall see. Uh, got a bu- busy time coming up here with wedding and all that shit. Yeah. So, oh, Comcast Infinity is a thing. Oh, gotcha. So Infinity is just what they call their internet. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Is it lousy, Valerie? Give me the harsh realities. <laughs> Break his heart. I'm pretty sure it's only like it's. I mean, it's no worse than Time Warner, but it has the data caps. <laughs> Tito said infinity means no data cap. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, All right. That's it, I think. Will, what do you got? Oh, I like Eric. I can't really remember. Uh, Anything over like three days. I mean, hockey stuff, Dan, but. Go ahead. You can talk about it. Because uh, I'll forget by the time it's my turn. Yeah, so there's a big trade in the NHL yesterday. Uh, Nashville traded Seth Jones to Columbus for Ryan Johansson, mm-hmm. which is huge because both teams got what they needed. Uh, Columbus really needed a defenseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nashville really needed a number one center. So Yes, they did. Uh, boy, did they get one. That's what they've needed for a very long time. I was listening to the American Wyshynski podcast today, and they were talking about how um, uh, Dave Poyle sounded like Captain Ahab uh, during his press conference because he finally got his big big catch. Oh, I bet, yeah. He's the number one center yeah. that he's been trying to get for, they said like 12 years he's been trying to get one because yeah. uh, Spezza said no. Yeah. And they were just going over a list of all the people that like didn't want to come to Nashville or Washington before that mm-hmm. and they finally finally got him. Yeah. Ryan Johansson. So uh I told Dan if he wasn't if he doesn't play lazy, he's gonna be a yeah amazing player. Yeah, I mean like I said, that's what they've needed. Um Seth Jones was not getting a lot of playing time. He was on our third defensive pairing. Really? Yeah, because yeah, of you know, we've got Weber and Yossi for our first pairing. Uh Eckholm and Ellis for the second pairing who uh, Eckholm's really underrated. Ellis is, I think, you know, he's a, he's a good defenseman, but together they play play really wow, well yeah. and cohesively. So Seth Jones was not getting a lot of playing time. A little bit of time on the power play, not not too much. Yeah, I mean, like anyone they have can play on the power play. And Nashville has the really? best defensive core in the entire NHL. Yeah, by far, it's up. It's definitely up there. Um, um, so yeah, he was on he was on the third defensive pairing, not getting a ton of ice time. So. Might as well yeah. trade for somebody that they... Those other guys are signed for, I think, even Yossi's signed for another, like, five years. Mm-hmm. Ellis is, like, four years. Eckholm is four years, I think. They yeah. just re-signed him, so... And Jackman's coming... <laughs> He's just a fill-in. Did you guys see that? No. Corey, Corey flashed us <laughs> yeah, his navel. Yeah. <laughs> what a big queen he is. Uh, yeah, and Columbus is uh, pretty much folding so they can get Austin Matthews. Oh. Um, Sabres are going to be in the mix again, too, it looks like. Well, I was reading the Reddit post, and they said... I thought said, they were playing better. They're 29th. Yeah, they're not really? doing... The Maple Leafs are playing, like, really good, so the Sabres have fallen below them. I thought they were doing pretty well they are, They're competing. Oh, okay. Yeah, every, they're at least better to watch. Right. And every game's close. Uh, well, except for the 5-1 ass-kicking that Florida <laughs> handed them. Florida's good, though. Yeah, Florida's yeah. on a tear. But I was reading, because people were like, well, we're going to go all in for Austin Matthews, and somebody said... Buffalo will finally get its revenge and yeah. <laughs> take the number one pick. No, I'm sure Edmonton will get it again. Oh, uh, my God. Don't even get me going on that. Who's lo- are, They're not close to last, are they? No, they're in last. In div- eh, maybe. Let me look. They're not. Their division's so close, though, that they can honestly make the playoffs and like by winning three games. Yeah, Pacific's not very, not doing very well. Uh, let's see, Dan. Nashville. Other than or, Los Angeles. Edmonton's in last with 37 points. Uh, San Jose's above them with 38 Anaheim has 39, Calgary has 40, Vancouver has 41, Arizona has 42. Wow. Arizona's in first? Second. No, LA. LA's got first. 52. Oh, okay. They're the only good team in the division. <laughs> wow. Wasn't Arizona supposed to suck? Yeah. Yeah, they they did a little bit. They've been doing pretty well because of uh, Duclair and Domi. And Domi. Yeah. Hmm. Because um, Austin Matthews is from Glendale, Arizona. Yeah. So they the thing is they want him to go there. 
Oh. Um, but Arizona won't. That doesn't look like they it's going to happen. They need to send Duclair and Domi to the AHL. <laughs> uh, and the other thing is John Scott is an all-star, <laughs> which is hilarious. I don't like that. <laughs> um, they uh, – Basically, two podcasts I listened to said it at the same time without knowing that they were wanted John Scott to be an all-star, and Reddit heard it, uh, and Reddit made it happen. Nice. So, John Scott's an all-star. Uh, why, why John Scott, specifically? They picked him because he's the guy who wore a shirt of him scoring an, a goal in the NHL. Uh, it was his only goal of the year, and it was him celebrating, and he was wearing that shirt Okay, uh, at practice. So he's like a good sport guy. Like okay. he's a, he's a good sport and yeah. like funny and entertaining. On top of him being not good and a giant and a giant. So they wanted to see what he could do. Um, and okay. they said uh, expectations are so low that if he scores a goal, like people are gonna they go should, crazy. They should let him score. Well, he's gonna be with Goudreau. Uh, and I forgot who the other player projected to play on the three on three. Mm-hmm. So they said Goudreau is just gonna try and feed him the puck. I like that. It's funny. So it's going to be interesting. I want to see what John Scott does for skills competition. I just don't understand. No words. Eric's out of words. It just makes a mockery of the game, in my opinion. I think it's stupid. Um, But other than that, I don't think I have. I think all-star games are stupid, period. That's what... um, It shouldn't even be played. That's what they talked about on the American Wyshynski. That's kind of a joke anyway. So They should just vote. And you get a trophy. Yeah, good for you. I don't mind the skills competition because you that, know that, that's fun. Like, well, and that that and um, like because a lot of times the players they don't want to get hurt during an all star game. Yeah, so the they skills don't, competitions all right. They don't they don't they don't play that hard. And plus, generally. you get you get the moments where Voracek uh, grabbed Goudreau and acted like he was a little kid. I don't know if you saw the video. No. Would Ryan Johansson did like grab the kid out of the stands or whatever, uh, and let him take the shot, and like mm-hmm. he controlled the stick of the little kid because he was like a toddler. Mm-hmm. So then they grabbed Johnny Goudreau, who for people who don't know is like under five ten or yeah, whatever, he's a small dude. And then Voracek like hunched over and pretended like Voracek was the or Goudreau was the little kid, and like controlled his stick and took the shot. It's really funny on YouTube, but um, so yeah, there's stuff like that that'll happen that make it entertaining. Too, so mm-hmm. very nice anything else not really okay uh i got a couple quick things i finally convinced the wife to watch game of thrones with me um and starting we started christmas night and i let her control how many episodes we watch how how quickly we watch them so pretty much every night since we started watching we've at least watched probably two episodes i think even after the thummies we watched two episodes <laughs> Even though I got upstairs at about one, Jesus, I think we went to bed at like three thirty that night. Holy crap! But yeah, I think two is the fewest. So we're we have two episodes to go until you're all caught up. Until we're all caught up. Wow. Um, so in I guess two weeks, we've watched uh, forty eight Game of Thrones episodes Holy at shit. one hour each. It's impressive. Yeah. So she really likes it. She says she hates it, but she really likes it. Yeah. She hates it because of you know. Uh, one of the things I find interesting about the show is because it's not afraid to kill off its characters. Yeah. When you're watching like a battle or something weird going on, you have no idea what's going to happen because anyone could die at any point. Mm-hmm. The show's not afraid to kill off its people. Which I like. Which I love. Yeah. Um, How's Tyrion so, doing? Tyrion? <laughs> oh. Tyrion? Tyrion, yeah. Tyrion, See, Tyrion Lannister. I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything. Can you tell me off air? 
No, just watch it. Do you I can, have to look it up, Dan? You you can. <laughs> you should just watch it. I know. It's good. I can't. Oh, God, hour long? I can't do that. It's an hour long. Yeah, we watched some episodes. We even got, like, five episodes in. We'd start at, like, ten. Wow. Jesus. Or no. It, it's If we got the kids to go to bed when, when they're supposed to go to bed, which is about nine, we would watch five episodes wow. from nine to two. So she loves it. Yeah. So, which is good because I, I thought she would. Um, she was a little put off at first by the violence, but I think she's kind of gotten used to it. Um, and I, I tell her all the time it's it's fake, you know. It's, it's not, not real. Yeah. They're all living in real life. Yeah, if it was real, I, I wouldn't want to watch it, but it's yeah. fake. So. so there was that. And the only other, other thing that I have that I can think of, I'm sure there's other stuff that I'm missing, but uh, I got a new case for my computer. Finally, I've been wanting to do that for a few years now. Uh, I got some Amazon gift cards for Christmas, so I ordered a case, nice. a couple fans to put in it. Uh, boy, does my computer run much cooler now. Yeah. Um, I actually had to underclock my graphics card a little bit because my case had such bad airflow um, that it was getting a little too warm in there. Yeah. And I certainly didn't want to damage any of my components. So yeah. uh, new case, new fans. Uh, it's running nice and cool. So Nice. Yeah. That's all I got. Should we get right into what we played? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Eric. we should. Eric, go ahead. We'll let you get started. Um, well, I know this is going to come as a surprise to you guys, but um, I finally beat Rocket League as what we would consider oh. a beaten game. <laughs> Played the single-player season? I did. Uh, well done. Because I decided I was going to platinum it. It's the first platinum oh. trophy I've ever gotten on PlayStation. Oh, you platinum nice. it? Yeah, I did. That's well done. That's impressive. I was sitting there the other day, and I was like, you know what? I looked at the trophies I had left. I was like, I can just do this. It took yeah. me like an extra hour and a half. Um, so, yeah, I uh, did that. I played. I did want to talk a little more about Three-Fourths Home, which I actually played last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did our thummies, so I didn't talk about it. Uh, Three-Fourths Home, it took me probably an hour to get through, maybe even less than that. It's like you're driving... And you're talking on a phone to your family at the same time. And you pick dialogue choices. And I believe what you pick to, like affects the outcome. I'm not exactly sure if that's true or not. You shouldn't be talking on the phone while driving. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know. That was the first do you, mistake. Do you die? I'm not going to say what happens. Oh, my God, you do. Partly because well, you're not sure, right? Well... Wasn't there a little confusion as to what... I'm kind of sure what happens in this? the... Yeah, it took me like 45 minutes. <laughs> well done. I, I'm kind of sure what happens in the main story, but then there's the epilogue where I think you can change outcomes. I'm not sure. Wow. So, I, ha- I have it, Will. You can play it on Xbox it, if it you want. It downloaded for me. I was like, what yeah, is this? It takes like an hour. You just knock it out. That kind of game. Yeah. It was interesting. I don't know if I'd recommend it. I would recommend you watching somebody play it, probably. Okay. Um, but I don't I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> well, I kind of know what happened in the main part. The epilogue is what fucked me up. Okay. So, there's that. Um, I played some more Star Wars Battlefront. My opinion hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I tried... I, I finished the first episode of Life is Strange after our Thummies discussion. Um... That was really good. The first episode was really good. Glad you uh, liked it. The ending was great. I really like how it set everything up. Um, some really good characters in there. 
I did not expect that my fiance would be mad at me for playing it without her. I was hoping you'd bring that up. Yeah, she doesn't like video games. For those of you that are new to the to the podcast, um, but she agreed to play Life is Strange with me for a little while. So we played probably, I don't know, probably an hour's worth of the first episode together. Um, and I, I let her make most of the choices. Um, and I didn't get the sense that she really liked it all that much. So I just played through the first episode by myself because I wanted to just play through it. Yeah. And uh, I told her and she got like pissed off about it. So, really? Yeah. So I guess uh, I'm assuming I can go back. Yeah, you can. And pick up from wherever. Yeah. Yeah. So I know where we left off. So I'll probably not beat that as soon as I had hoped. Okay. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Just tell. It's it. still a good experience to yeah. sit with the. I know, but I'm going to be moving. Oh, that's right. So you got to try to fit. You're not going to be able to fit it in no. before. Yeah. Because really you got a wedding coming up. That we're we, we're going to be moving. out of town for a week. Yeah. Just beat it when you're uh, down there, and then when she comes with you, just pick have it her up make all the, yeah. may, may have her make all the you, decisions. You can just if if like if you finish episode one here, you can just pick up from two and then go. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but I really liked. Episode one, it's pretty pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to seeing what happens in that mm-hmm. game. So one character in particular, I want to see what he's got going on. Nice, the step <sighs> the stepdad, David. It's a fucking weirdo, <laughs> creep creeper. Uh-huh. David. Okay. Uh, and then the other thing I played was Soma. Um, oh. I bought that. I don't know last week or the week before that on the Sony sale for the holidays on off of Corey's recommendation. Now, I asked Corey how scary it was on a scale of 1 to 10, and he said it was like a 6. He said it wasn't that scary. Lo and behold. I stopped playing it after about, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour. Because, and it's my own fault. What I do, I do this every fucking time. I shut all the lights off, and I put my headphones on, and I just have like a couple candles lit, and then I start freaking myself out. So I gotta stop. I gotta stop playing it with the headphones on and the lights off, right. and just play it like, because I guess just getting too freaked out. Like there was one little jump scare, and then like everything went dark, and I could barely see. Oh, and I, it was one of those things where I had to get search for something to unlock something else. Yeah. And then had to travel back in the dark after knowing like something was around me, and I didn't exactly know how to get back where I was going. But I also didn't want to, like, look through every fucking room because I was afraid something was going to jump at me. Uh-huh. So I just like, fuck this and shut Done. it off. <laughs> okay. That being said, I really liked what I played. Right. Like, game-wise. I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure it's really good. And maybe I'll go back to it. With the, with the lights on. And the... Yeah. I'm just such a pussy. It's unbelievable. I was going to play it, it's, but... It's understandable. I heard it was scary. That's why I haven't started it yet. Maybe it won't be for you. I don't know. It's... it's uh, I don't know. Like, Corey said, it's like a psychological thriller. Yeah. And I see that, but there's also, like, that aspect of... You've seen Alien Isolation played? Yeah. It's kind of like that, where you know something's creeping around. Uh-huh. Which gives me anxiety. Exactly. And I was like, I don't have the fucking... I can't. I just don't want to deal with this. Yeah. It's fucking with me. Um, I don't know how long that thing is lurking around or anything like that. That's the thing. I'm wondering if I get past this part, like, how long does this last? Like, I don't know. I can't really talk about it without 
spoiling spoiling yeah. at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I kind of want to talk to Corey about it a little bit and see what he says. Yeah. But yeah. Corey. That's what I played. Corey. So I've got two beaten games already this year. You're leading so far. Yeah. We have to go over last year. Yeah. We'll probably wait till Corey's yeah. back to do that. Yeah. I think we should. Corey's delaying everything. He's killing us. God. But yeah, that's it. Uh, Rocket League's destroying my gaming. Mm-hmm. I can't stop. But Rocket League. What, what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be your 2015's, 2016 game of the year? I'd be shocked Pro- if it probably. wasn't. <laughs> Especially <laughs> since it's coming out on Xbone now and you've... Yeah, that's got reinvigorated. Jeff to co-op it with you. Yeah, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Oh, we get to split it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a great thing. We need, to, we need to open a tab. <laughs> right now, you are minus eight. Okay, minus eight. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. It's uh, good. All right, Will, what'd you play? I played a lot this week. I kind of spread myself a little thin earlier in the week because I was playing things like Fallout, Skyrim, Metal Gear Solid 5. Skyrim? Um, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, what else? Dying Light, Battlefront. Man, you were hitting all of them. I was. Uh, I played Skyrim because I wanted to play something after all the thummies work that I did. Like I wanted to um, play something that I was familiar with. Mm. And I had it slightly modded. Uh, and I was like, water oh oh i thought it was something about to explode anyway i wanted to play something that was familiar uh and i had it slightly modded but i was looking at some of the mods like on youtube and whatnot and i was like this game because it doesn't look that good like without gra- the mods. graphically it doesn't look that doesn't, good yeah, it doesn't hold up and i was surprised because it's not that old so like i wanted to make it look real pretty uh, it didn't really look too i mean Texture-wise, it didn't look great. Like, no. the landscapes were really good, but texture-wise, it didn't look that good when it came out, even. I'm kind of wondering if my memory of it was a little, you know... Rose-colored? Yeah. Because um, I didn't think it looked good at all, because my favorite city is Markarth. Yeah. Uh, and I was looking at the water, and it just looked like garbage, the waterfalls. I was like, this doesn't look good. So I was going to get, like, mods and everything like that, which I don't really know how to do. Specifically, I'm going to need your help. There's official, like, HD texture packs. Well, I found a YouTube video of a guy who had all the mods he was running and the links to them. I just need to figure out how to get it all going. Yeah, I'll send you. There's a a really good guide that explains, like. How to do it. Well, uh, like, the the top mods that, that people get both graphically and then, like, uh, gameplay enhancement stuff. Okay. Uh, but there's also programs that organize the mods to make sure they don't crash each other. Well, let me, yeah. let me tell you. Okay, you crashed it? I don't know what happened. It's definitely something with my mods, but I can't leave Markarth. I can do everything inside the city of Markarth, but when I leave, I get an infinite loading screen. Oh, yeah. computers. Uh, and I can't leave. I can't fast travel to another area without getting it, so I'm just stuck in Markarth. And just, I love it, but... Just delete all the mods. I did, and it didn't work. <laughs> I'm still stuck in Markarth. I think you've got a bugged save, buddy. You, uh, you bricked it. It goes, my like, because I deleted all of it, and it's like, oh, you're missing your mods, so some of the content yeah. will be missing. I was like, whatever. Uh, and I tried leaving, and no. Yeah, you probably have to start over. Uh, that sucks. But it's all right. I wasn't that far. I was like level five, maybe. Yeah, some of the mods require, there's, um, what the hell is it called? Uh, Skyrim script extender. Okay. And that, that's a requirement for a lot of like more more sophisticated mods. Like Can the, I still run this through Steam? 
Yeah. Okay, because I like getting the achievements and the time, like, tallying my time. It's still going to run through Steam no matter what. Okay. Like, even if you... Because the, the Nexus Mod Manager is the one that, that has... Ha, Nexus Mods has the most Skyrim mods on there. Okay, and it's got, the, it's think, got the heavier hitters. I than... th- yeah, I think most of them have transferred over because for a while there was a limit on Steam of how big the mods could be. Uh, they've increased that limit, so most of the mods did move over to the the Steam Workshop. I was already. looking for the Steam Workshop, and it was like I went top rated mods to find like all the good graphics ones, and it was all stupid. Like, oh, this armor is in the game, like from Diablo. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want that. Yeah, you need to find a, a specific. I'll I'll send you the guide that I used when I modded it, okay, and that'll tell you how to do everything. Because there's a few mods that are specifically stability mods. And, yeah. And like I said, one that makes sure they boot in the right order so that there's no crashing. Because my main thing is I just want to make the game look as good as I can make it and have it run through Steam so I can get achievements yeah. and have it total my time Yeah, easier. I mean, the, the very, very easiest thing you can do is just install the HD texture packs that are official. Yeah. Um, I think they're in, like, the DLC part of the Skyrim thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can just download those and, and okay. install them. And that, that'll make it look a lot better and, and without changing the game at all. Maybe my mission this week will be to try to make it look to my liking. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. Uh, the only other two things I'll talk about uh, will be Dying Light and Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should say I did beat Life is Strange this year. Okay. Um, that was so. first beaten game of the year. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, I got one. What a game. I can't wait for you guys to play it so I can talk about it. Um, where is it going with this? Okay, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, what? I don't know what I played the first hour of the game. <laughs> oh, the intro. It was really good. I liked it, but I was like, oh. what the hell just happened? I'm like, because I've never, I've never played a Metal Gear. I have memories of the first one. Metal Gear Solid. The very, yeah, and I like, I don't, I didn't know because I was like probably like two or three. Yeah, you were young. So when this fire. Like Atrian Arc guy was walking around, and like the zombie, the girl guy thing with it. I'm like, well, <laughs> what is this? It only makes a little more sense after you beat it, just a little bit. <laughs> well, I actually asked somebody at Orc. I'm like, well, what was that? And I'm like, you can tell me because I guess that makes sense if you've played the other Metal I Gear. I can see games. that. The fire guy, that. the fire guy, and the other was that the, the Psycho, child. Psycho Mantis. The ch- I think the, it's a young Psychomantis. Okay. Yeah, because it was told. I was told it was a boss in the other game. Both yeah. of them. And I was like, oh, so if I played the other ones, I'd understand it. Yep. But the intro was pretty crazy. I was stressed out while playing it, and I was like, this is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then like, this game plays so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm honestly impressed with it. It's pretty awesome. I don't know what I'm doing really yet because uh, I've only played two hours. Yeah. Like, I just got the Fulton and I've been Fultoning ah. like everything. <laughs> everything you see. It's just like if I see somebody, like, I just like tranquilize them and send them flying. And I'll tell you, that never gets old. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Because, like, they're stunned or whatever and then yeah. they go up a little bit and then they go up really Ooh. fast and they go, ah. yeah. It was awesome the first time I did it. It was awesome the last time I did yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and it stays so cool. Um,. The only thing is, I'm pretty bad at stealth in this game, and I don't know. You guys, did you guys say you liked stealth in this game? Yeah, I did. Thought it was good. It worked. It worked really well. I'm wondering if I'm used to bad stealth. So when I'm playing a good stealth game, I have to get used to it. I mean, it. it usually ended up in a shitstorm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would have. I would be stealthy for the first like few minutes of infiltrating an area, and then someone would notice me, and then I just kill everybody. <laughs> and I, and I like how it has still the classic sound when you get noticed, and I, yeah. but I like how it slows time too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's very helpful. See, I. I tried to um, 
stun as many guys as possible. Mm-hmm. So the gun I used had rubber bullets. Okay. That stunned. That's like, that's the tactic I took. I like that yeah. that you can do that. Um, oh yeah. So this game has a lot to it. I can tell already. Uh, so I'm, it's I'm fucking awesome. I'm really looking forward to like playing through it and like figuring everything out. But I put it on the back burner for right now just because I wanted to play through uh, Dying Light, which I'll get to in a minute. And I'm going to do Soma and Tomb Raider uh, before they get lost in the shuffle. Because yeah. I know I'm going to go back to Metal Gear and Tomb Raider and Soma aren't that long of games. And I can pound them out in like four days if I yeah. like sit down and do it. Soma's like eight 11 hour. hours. Yeah, I read eight to like ten. So... That that won't be too bad. And Tomb Raider was like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Depends on what you do. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a side stuff junkie. I'll probably do some side stuff too. God damn it! Probably closer to twenty then. Yeah. So. Yeah, in Metal Gear, I really, really resisted doing a lot of. I did some of the side missions, but I was able to mostly do story stuff. And I'm do, not exactly. And sh- a little bit of grinding. I'm not exactly sure what is the main story right now. It won't make doesn't matter. Sense, yeah. okay, okay, it just doesn't. It's all about the gameplay with that game. Yeah. Okay. And, and graphics are really good too. It ran ran perfectly from day one. Remember, like I said, I couldn't even believe that game existed. Yeah. yeah. No, you're. I can see that. So good. It yeah. really is so good. Um, if it hadn't soured on me just because of Konami, it may have been my game of the year. Yep. Yeah. The stuff with the mother base uh, and the insurance you have to get is it? I can see that. Like just really fucking stupid yeah the ending lowered my because I, I think i had it fourth on my game of the year list okay uh it was partly because the ending like so the, the way the missions got at the end mm-hmm. was that's one of the reasons i stopped playing it too because yeah. that sounded like awful to me yeah i was I, very frustrated i heard the ending pretty zany it's very zany. always <laughs> i didn't realize this game was as just out there as it is. Well, that's the thing with the Metal Gear series. I didn't know and they've this. all been that way. <laughs> I didn't. Like you'll think you'll play it, you're playing a normal stealth game, and then Psycho Mantis will come come in on you. Yeah, and you're just like this makes zero sense. And like you're in a cardboard or box. Skull Face. Skull Face. Yeah, he's an interesting character. I kind of appreciate the zaniness too. Oh yeah, a little bit. It's, yeah. It's fun. It's a great game. Uh, I, I fucking loved it when I played it. I'm really looking forward to like playing a lot more of this. It took me 50 hours to beat it at 50% completion. There's a lot there. Yep. Okay. I looked at the Tim, ho- Tim, I think, has spent maybe over 100 hours playing it. And he, uh, but he's he's a Fulton machine. Yeah. Fulton fiend. Yep. Fultoning everything. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and there's another moment in the mist. My ship couldn't land, and there was those guys chasing me. Mm-hmm. Didn't know. I was like... They're faster than me on a horse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it was what, scary. What the hell were they called? I don't remember now. It looks like the people in the hospital who were no, coming after me. Did you have a big weapon with you? No, I couldn't do anything to them. Okay. It's later. That's later. <laughs> Basically, they were like they were like illuminating like a bluish color, yeah. and they could yeah. outrun me. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Is that called the honeybee, Dan? The weapon? Yeah. I think that sounds right. That mission was fucking sweet. Yes, it was. <laughs> There's a lot. the The story was really good. Like oh, the story so, missions were really good yeah, up until so good. when they got the, the the they did the repetition thing at the end. Oh, is that what happened? I wonder at the what end? Why made them cho- choose to do that. I don't think they chose to. I think they were getting close to deadline time. They wanted to extend yeah. the length a little bit. I wonder right. why. There's plenty there. Yeah, oh. there would have been enough if they had just ended it when they did. Yeah, I think. 
is there a moment in the game where you felt like this was going to end, but then it, like, kind of go, yeah. keeps going? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Then... Probably right before that, right? <laughs> before the repetition stuff? Yeah, I think so. I think that is when the well, that's second game and ending. Yeah. And then it goes to the repetition stuff, and you get the real ending. The real ending, yep. Wow. Okay. All right. Now I get, I get that now. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing I've been playing a lot of is Dying Light. Uh, this game is awesome. My only complaint with it is the uh, newly infected zombies can outrun me. Yeah. Uh, I get annoyed with that. Because, like, I'll be trying to be stealthy, and then the zombie will just see me out of nowhere and sprint across the map and chase me down. Are you talking about the the night zombies? No. These are the ones that are in the day. They show up on the map as the red. Uh... Okay. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. Dan? Like the red, like like it looks like there's another player out there. Yeah. But it's like turns red mm-hmm. and chases after you. It's the same thing that was in Dead Island. Yeah. Uh, those bothered me too. But can you kill them? Yeah, you can. Okay. I I avoid night a lot. Um, oh yeah, I always slept through the night. I get scared. Yeah, I didn't want to put myself through that anxiety if I didn't have to. Because <laughs> you were talking I had about some good chases. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about being chased in Soma. Talk about when I'm being chased in that game by those things, and I press B. I think it's B to look back. Different. Different? Oh, yeah. I wasn't being chased. Okay. But there was something out there. Lurking. Watching? Yeah, wandering around. Okay. Okay. Um, But Dying Light is so good. Dan, I'm in the second. I told you where I was, but the second area. I don't know if you got there, Eric. Old Old Town? No. Okay. The Old Town? I like that area more. Yeah. Because it's way more, I feel like I can get more combos with my agility. Yeah. uh, Going from building to building and, like, free running on, like, wires and whatnot. Yeah. Um, It's it's more vertical than uh, than, uh, Haran. Mm -hmm. Or Haran? Haran? Haran, yeah. Um, I really don't like the main character. He's kind of a jerk. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I was... That reminds me, Far Cry 4. I hated the main character's voice. Did you get annoyed by the main character's voice? I don't remember. I thought the oh. I liked him more than um, Voss. Uh, no, I'm talking about the main character. I'm not talking about. Oh, the, the, the main. I'm character. I'm not talking about oh. uh, Pagan Min. Okay, no, Voss was shitty. I like Pagan Min more. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Pagan Min was quite the character. Yeah. No, I didn't like uh, uh, what uh, RJ. A- RJ, yeah, or something like that. Or a- I didn't like his, his voice in the game. I thought it was AJ, stupid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was it voice by Troy? AJ Gale. Yeah. Is the voice by Troy Baker doing now? No. No. Not in four. Okay, three was that. Maybe three. Okay. Troy Baker does the main voice in, in Dying Light. I like I'm pretty sure. I'd like the main character in Dying Light. Um I'm not paying too much attention to the story. I just know that the G R E kinda screwed me. It's really all I know. Yeah. Um but I really like the game. It's a lot of fun. Uh my character's was pretty weak for most of it. I'm getting to the point now where I can actually take some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to hoard my bullets as much as I can. And I only ever use it when I'm fighting humans because I don't know if it's just really hard to take them on with a melee weapon in the game or... People? Yeah, people. Well, they, they I mean, they move on. They evade and whatnot. And then, like, if they get swarmed, like, you can't you can't fight three it's hard. people. Yeah. Um, so well, that makes sense. You got to kick... Well, I'm used to being able to be super strong and just being able to kill everything at any moment. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like, even if, like, you as a person had a baseball bat but were surrounded by three people. Yeah, I couldn't. It's hard. And I tried kicking them, but they just jump back. So, 
I just grab, I just pull out my gun and try to get headshots on him. Yeah. So, like, when I'm going through, um, like, the office buildings and the second area in Old Town and the radio tower, I just shot him. But I really like Dying Light. Uh, Dan said I'm, like, two hours away from beating it. Yeah, I'd say you're fairly close. So, um... Were you playing on PC? Yes. Uh, I'm using Dan's copy. So, I'm probably going to go home and play it and try and beat it tonight, so... But other than that, eh, really nothing. Good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just have a couple, a uh, few brief things that I wanted to cover. I started playing Tomb Raider again in pre- preparation for Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, I, even though I really liked that game, I forgot how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Uh, You're going to love the new one. I know. I can't wait for it. Uh, I'm I surprised. I forgot how, like, brutal it was. Yeah. And what a beating Lara Croft takes, Lara Croft takes in uh, the first Tomb Raider. I mean, right at the begin- very beginning of the game, she falls on a rebar spike, and it just stabs through her oh, like, side right here. That's right. I, f- I forgot about that. Uh, she has a lot it of... It like, opens similarly. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, she just takes a be- like a beating the, the whole game. I'm like, holy crap. She's way tougher than I am. I would have curled up and died I would have just, yeah, right, right off there. the bat. <laughs> right, right in the, re- the rebar. Yeah, exactly. I would have curled around it. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I give up. Yeah, do it. I'm done. Uh, so I really like that. I think I've played maybe uh, six hours. I want to say I'm maybe maybe forty percent through it so far. So oh, wow. um, I'm doing a little more of the collecting stuff than I did the first time I played through it. You're that far already? Yeah, when, I've, I've played six hours. When did you start it? Uh, probably three or four days ago. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you started it today. I was like, holy no, crap, no, 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 a few days ago. Uh, still playing a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles X. I'm up to like 45 hours. Did you uh, get your Mac? Not, haven't got my Mac yet. I'm working on that right now, actually. Um, to give you an idea of what the game is like, I spent, I needed to collect three different resources. In the game, there's little, like, uh, diamonds on the thing that you collect, uh, that you use for, in, it's called Collectopedia, and you unlock rewards by collecting all the, all that stuff. Um, but I needed three specific things for, uh, for the mission that I was doing. Uh, so I walked around this little, this desert area looking for them for probably like three hours. Didn't find a single one. So finally I was like, ah, screw it. I'm going to look it up and see where it is. Well, once I found out where it was, I had to figure out how to get there. <laughs> it was really hard to figure out how to get there. I probably spent two hours exploring, trying to figure out how to get there. Wow. Um, luckily once I got there, I, you know, found them pretty quickly. I think it only took me like 20 minutes to find the, the things that I need, but uh, yeah, that's to give you an experience of what kind of time commitment Xenoblade Chronicles is. Um, I've not heard for, not for the week. No, no, I've heard if you kind of hurry through the main story, uh, you can get your scale in like thirty hours. Um, but at the same time, it's a little bit hard to hurry through the story because you've got to meet certain requirements to unlock the next story progression. So yeah, I read an article about that, and somebody yeah. said. They wanted to do the main quest, and 15 hours later, he finally got to actually do the next mission. Yep. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of, of, of other requirements that you have to do, like, like getting your affinity up with certain party members, or like you, you have to complete, there's um, affinity quests, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, affinity missions that you have to do before you advance to the next storyline. you got to find that, and you got to make sure you meet the requirements for that affinity mission. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, all stuff that I love, though. I still love that game. The game sounds awesome. It's a lot of fun. Would I like it? No. No? Okay. No. 
I'm saying I, I'm surprised that Corey uh, Corey I wanted to talk to about it because he said he played some more and it was interesting. I wanted to figure out what exactly he meant by that, but mm-hmm. of course he's not here. No, the only person other than me that I think would like it is our cousin Chris. Okay, so that's it. Uh, and then the other thing, other thing I played, I spent some time playing the Game of Thrones mod for Mountain Blade Warband. I just found out not that long ago that there was one, and I really like Mountain Blade Warband, so I figured I'd give it a shot. It's a surprisingly accurate recreation of Westeros. So I was very nice. surprised they use all the proper uh, banners and stuff for all the characters. All the like, little towns are in there, and all the the big lords and minor lords and stuff are all in there. It's really, really well done. I saw so, you were playing Mountain Blade. Yep. Game of Thrones mod for Mountain Blade Warband. That's pretty cool. It's a fun game. I'm looking forward to Mountain Blade Bannerlord. I haven't heard anything about that. That might be a 2016 release. Okay. I have Mountain Blade Warband. Yeah. It's fun. should try it. Yeah. I don't know that you'd like it. No. But, well, here's the, it's got like a over, over, overland map. And like you have your guy um, that you move around. You go to different little towns and you recruit soldiers. And the sol- those soldiers you level up. When you go into battle, it's third person. And you fight third person. Uh, it's like like a shitty Skyrim is how <laughs> I would describe it. Um, it's it's very very art like old RPG janky type yeah. of thing. Um, but I don't know. There's something endearing about that type of game. Fair you enough. know. Uh, you know, it's got the standard like up, upgrading your equipment, up, a ton of stats, a ton of abilities for your characters. Um, it's it's really really well done. Okay. I, you can, I'm, I'm not dissuading you from giving it a try. You're right. welcome to. I just don't know that, again, anyone but me would like it. <laughs> it's got that old school RPG jank. Yeah, fair enough. So, uh, um, By the way, there's some Horizon Zero Dawn gameplay going on in the chat. Nice. It's fucking sweet. Yeah, I really like the looks of that game. It looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Um, and I think that's everything for what we played. Yes, sir. Should we do feedback? Yeah. Let's do it. Knock it right out of here. It's then, bedtime. Then call it a pod. It's time for me to go upstairs and watch Game of Thrones. I gotta get through. I gotta Die work today. I had somebody take my shift today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. One hours and I didn't. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. This is the first is from Idaho Jake. Uh, this is this is Jake's. Um, Responses for, for uh, game of the year stuff or uh, his th- his thummy thummy choices. Uh, so the one that got away, Tomb Raider, which I think is the one that won for us. It is Corey. I'm actually going to type out the list uh, and give it to Corey for. I don't know if he's going to put it on the website or something. Uh, I checked the website yesterday and there is a spot for thummies. Okay, yeah, uh, we're a little behind on everything as usual. So <laughs> no, <laughs> on everything, on everything, yes. Uh, I just posted the, actually the episode on YouTube a couple days ago. It took forever to post it because, for whatever reason, the upload from Twitch to YouTube kept failing. I don't know why it took like three days for me to finally get it right. And it was like five hours long. It was eight, four hours and forty minutes. Wow. Damn. Uh, so 2014's 2015 game of the year, Far Cry Four, for Jake. Fair uh, enough. Best competitive, Rocket League. Best co-op, but not sure if it counts for 2015. Destiny: The Taken King. Uh, best mobile game, DuckTales Remastered. I haven't, I haven't played that. No. I haven't either. Uh, best rainy day game, Saints Row Reelected. Yeah. I've almost bought that a couple of times. Same here. Uh, welcome Surprise, Dying Light. Yeah. Uh, most Disappointing, 
Order 1886. Oh, I gotta disagree completely. Ouch. Uh, Steamy Turd, Elder Scrolls Online. He said it really could have been better, but they don't explain how to craft, and the crafting was bad anyways, plus trying to play with friends was horrible. Yeah. Uh, games he won't play, Halo 5 and Codblops 3. Uh, new IP, not sure if it counts, but it was a nice change on sports and racing games. He picked Rocket League. Uh, Gamey Wish he played, Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah, he definitely should play Metal Gear 5. I, absolutely. That's def- that'll probably be, I bet you could get that for like 30 bucks at some point, and that would be a steal. It was 30 bucks everywhere during the holidays. Yeah. Uh, it's de- definitely worth it. Uh, best console, PS4. Best indie, Ali Ali 2. Ambassador game, The Witcher 3. And game of the year for Jake, Fallout 4. Ooh. Nice. He I says, like thanks, that. guys. It's time to get drunk and discuss video games. Uh, th- he sent this to us last yeah. week. And we, I mean. We did the get episode, drunk. We did get drunk. And the episode was like four hours and 30 minutes or something like that. So yeah, it was like one when that's we why, finished. That's why we didn't uh, didn't get to it. The only one of those I would dispute is the order. Okay. It's most disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tito in LA, after playing some more of the hockey mode in Rocket League, my opinion has changed. I actually like it. It adds another kind of variety to the game. A lot of wall play and dribbling. Pro tip, don't flip. You'll miss the puck more often than not. And switch ball cam off for wall play. But it's a lot of fun once you know the different style of play. Now my picks. The one that got away, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Wow. This year's last year's game of the year, Hearthstone. He says he wasn't sure what to pick, so Hearthstone, since it's still going strong. Best multiplayer, Rocket League. Best co-op multiplayer, Rocket League. Best handheld slash mobile game, no clue, but I found a Sudoku app by Branium <laughs> Studios, LLC, that actually shows and teaches you advanced strategies to help me solve a Sudoku puzzle I was working on for three years. Wow. So I'm a fan of that mobile app. Holy shit. Jeez. Best rainy day game, Cities Skyline. And Mario Maker. Yeah, I want to play. I ah, see. He agreed with Mario Maker. Nice. I also want to play City Skylines. Yeah, I I've have, almost purchased that. I have it. Oh, you do? That in the DLC. You got it on Steam? Yep. Fuck yeah. I bought it as soon because it came out when I didn't have money, and I bought it as soon as I got money. Nice. Again, it's so. supposed to be really good. Yeah. yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about that. Most welcome surprise Rocket League. Yeah. Uh, biggest disappointment Evolve. Paid full price and ended up only playing for 15 minutes of it. Yeah. Qu- quickly disappeared off the face of the earth, much like Titanfall for 2014. Totally agree. Uh, Steamy Turd, Batman Arkham Knight. Best under the influence game, Splatoon, or be a two rock star and play <laughs> rock band while on drugs slash coked up. There you go. Uh, game least likely to play, a lot, uh, Bloodborne, Mario Maker, Call of Duty. Well, fair enough. I know I know Bloodborne's something about a, a, Tito that I appreciate is that he can at least see the good in those games, yeah. even if he's not going to play them. Yeah, I mean, I think Bloodborne caters to a specific taste. Sure. I, I don't think it's a game for everybody. No. Um, it's more for everybody than the Dark Souls games. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's it, it's because it's, it, it's, I don't want to say accessible because that's, it's not, to, to me know? that's an insult. But uh, it's, it's, I think it's easier to get the hang of at the beginning than uh, Dark Souls. Uh, best new IP I want to see more out of? Until Dawn. Yeah. Game you wish you played? Until Dawn, Life is Strange, Her Story. Most Valuable Console, PS4. Best Indie Game? Rocket League. 
best ambassador game, ambassador game, until dawn slash life is strange. Best music in a game, uh, Rocket League. He says, I'm telling you, the soundtrack in this game is great. I like it too, Tito. And game of the year, Rocket League. Yeah. I can get behind that talk. Yeah, that's a good list. Okay. Uh, Valerie in Iowa, Iowa says, hey, athletes. Uh, first, thanks thanks for a nice, lengthy discussion filled with tw- filled 2015 thummies. A few spoilers on Life is Strange, but there was also some decent discussion on the rest of the games from last year. I thought of a few possible additional categories you might like to end up asking a few axing a few existing awards. What do you think? These might be more of individual favorites rather than voted on awards. Favorite entertainment media, non-video game related. Uh, oh, favorite entertainment media experience of the year, non-video game related. I don't e- have those. Exam- yeah, I-, <laughs> I, I don't either, but she brings up a good example. She says, example, I'm sure Dan would f- would put finally discovering Game of Thrones series on the top of the list. And I totally agree with that. Corey. Corey's back. Hey, guys. <laughs> favorite podcast episode or a particular discussion slash argument of the year? Oh, yeah, podcasts. Is she, is she talking about ours? I think specifically. She, yeah, I think maybe our episodes. Oh, okay. Is is my guess? We don't. We only get in arguments during game of the year. Yeah. Talk. It's only occasionally. Yeah. Very rarely do we argue over. The I'm gonna start of the being year. really mean, I guess, <laughs> so that we can have that have a few more arguments. Uh, <laughs> favorite in a little bit. Example. I know you all enjoyed how Fallout Four was announced. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Just some ideas uh, I had since the podcast is not only about actual games, gameplay, and story. It's also about the game, video game culture, so why not highlight some of your favorites as well? I do like to have the favorite like podcast moment. The, the only ha- thing for me is I, don't, I won't remember anything. Yeah, I would have to write down right after it happened. What? Yeah. Because like, going back and listening when I was doing the, the be- uh, Best of 2015 episode, like I barely remembered any of that stuff. Yeah. That I said, even. So... Yeah. Uh, finally, I wanted to talk about Hearthstone Tavern Brawl. I'd removed Hearthstone from my phone uh, over six months ago and just sort of stopped playing. I started back up uh, and started playing Tavern Brawl. I have to say I absolutely love this style of gameplay. As a casual Hearthstone player, deck building was difficult because I just didn't have enough knowledge or even ambition to create complex builds. Each week there's a new challenge that gives an opportunity to try a new deck style or force me to think a certain way about the way I play. Uh, I have learned more about Hearthstone in the past month playing the Tavern Brawl than I did in the six months I played. Thanks for the free content, Valerie in Iowa. You're welcome. What do you think about that, Corey? Oh, I don't know. No comment. No comment. About Tavern Brawl? Tavern Brawl? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, he's got comments. Yeah, it's good to have an excuse to talk about Hearthstone. But uh, she's right. Have any of you guys tried Tavern Brawl? No, No. I actually re-downloaded Hearthstone. Not recently. Okay. I haven't put it, played it, but I redownloaded it. I thought I was going to play it, but I just never did. Yeah, she's dead on. It just mixes up game Mi- mode. Mixes and the formula. all kinds of wonky rules and stuff. Uh, I think their goal with it is to make things rely more on chance than skill. So I like a nice mix of both. Yeah. Really do. Yeah. Which is what, I mean, I've said this before, but I, I like magic better because of the whole mana thing and not having mana be a set amount every turn. Right, right. 
because you can have the best strategy in the world, but if the cards don't go your way, you know, I, I like that you have to adapt to that or be able to adapt or lose, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but, I mean, sometimes it's not even a game in Magic the Gathering like, yeah. because of that. Well, I mean, you could have um, – well, I guess we won't get into Magic because that's <laughs> the point. But cause, mostly because I wanted to hear – did you have any other thoughts on Tavern Brawl? No. Okay. I wanted to get your thoughts on Oculus oh. before we go real quick. I mean, you can on take what specifically as long as you want. the cost. Yeah, the cost. Are you are you out at this point? Uh, probably. It's just too much, you right. know, for me right well, now. I, when we were talking about, it, I was saying you because you have to get a new graphics card. Yeah. Um. So that's at least probably three hundred bucks on top of the six hundred dollar price tag for the Oculus. That's that's a little out of my reach. Yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on the whole thing? I don't think. I mean, I think it's a lot of money, but it's. I, I don't think you can really compare it to a console because it's not, you know, it's a new tech product. Yeah. Uh, and I think people who are just tech junkies will buy into it. And people who just have money that see it as a cool thing will buy into it. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's bigger than, you know, something for gamers. Yeah. Um, unfortunately I think a lot of gamers feel that it's overpriced, but I don't think that will matter as much as like if a console came out and was overpriced right? for the product itself. Yeah. I think console gamers think it's overpriced. I don't know if PC gamers think that. Yeah. We kind of talked about that earlier. I mean, I guess it depends because I'm a PC gamer. I think yeah, it's too much. But. Yeah, fair enough. But I, I so, think a lot of PC gamers already splash that kind of money anyway yeah. for that stuff. So, like, they're kind of used to it. And I said, some, you know, some people are willing to. Because, I mean, we're we're poor man's PC gamers, Corey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is I mean, we we would duct tape our computers together if, if we needed <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, yeah, when, you, when you're talking about, like, the PC gamer who all he cares about is his rig, you know, and yeah. what he's, you know, what yeah. cards he's running in SLI or Crossfire or what have you, then no, it's not too much, but yeah. yeah and for, people, for people like us, people who, spend 200 bucks on a keyboard and uh, a yeah. hundred and don't blink twice. 120 on a, on a mouse. Right. So I couldn't fathom doing that. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't either. I mean, I, I usually go for the low to mid range stuff. I mean, my keyboard's a, a mid range, but I upgraded from a low range mouse to a medium range mouse makes a difference um but i don't know that i would see a huge difference from a 50 dollar mouse to a 120 dollar mouse you know what i mean and like, even if like, I, I did don't, i don't i don't know how, how much of a difference it would make but my mouse is 20 and, or 25 or whatever yeah. and it's phenomenal well this is my first gaming mouse that cory bought me yeah um and just the the difference from this because it was 20 or 25 the difference from this from like the this type of thing that I was using before is enormous. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm glad you got back in time, Corey. I wanted to get your thoughts on on Oculus. Yeah, I think, and it's also uh, the type of thing where they're the first to announce their price, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can always drop the price. Yeah. You know, if the sales are really that bad, I don't think they will be. I think the sales will be just fine. Um, but if they are real bad, you can always drop the price. Yeah. Uh, even though it sounds like they're already selling it at a loss. Um, but that's where, you know, the whole Facebook acquisition comes in. How much would it have been if Facebook didn't? Well, I, would, they, would they have been to... able to charge 600 bucks for it if Facebook hadn't come in? I don't think they would have been able to charge that much. Why? 
because they they would have had to have a profit on their on their product you know no that's what i'm saying i think they would have had to either lower the cost of components or charge more i don't think it yeah, would that's I, what i'm saying i think i think 600 wouldn't have been the price point yeah i think it would have been higher or lower like i said if they use less quality components because right. the dev kits were only 300 right. 350 yeah. bucks yeah. Well, I don't know because when you get a company like Facebook, which has global reach in terms of manufacturing, they can get the best components at the most competitive prices. Yeah. Um, what do you? What? I uh, what? One other quick question. What do you think? Um, say uh, Sony and HTC announce that their headsets tomorrow are five hundred bucks. What do you think? Oculus. I, I don't even know the Oculus and Sony's thing are even competing with each other. Oh, I don't really think not. they are. Uh, so, okay, yeah. okay, HTC comes out and says their headset's 500 bucks. I mean, what do you think Oculus's move at that point is? Eh, Ours is better. I don't know. I don't know. What, like, release date matters? Is, is Oculus the first in the, in the queue? I don't know. You should also remember that that comes with Eve Valkyrie, another game, and an Xbox One controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's packaged with the HTC's uh, product? Yeah, I'm not right. sure. I know their controller is supposed to be really good, but I don't know if it's coming with it. Because Oculus's controller is coming out later. The Touch, yeah, I got pushed back. But I, I think your pre-order also got you at least first shot at that, if yeah. not one. I'm not sure. To me, like all that stuff uh, is... Uh, shopping stuff for gamers you know like that's gamer shopping stuff um i think for like a more mass market i'm not sure that those games packaged in would mean as much as like or even the xbox uh, controller yeah the ubiquity of the oculus like seeing it everywhere on facebook you know Mm -hmm. because you're gonna uh you're gonna see a million viral videos of the oculus (laughs) um who knows if you're going to see that with HTC. Right. I don't know. I really don't know. I just I just think Oculus can afford to charge more. Yeah. Uh because of it's it's going to be everywhere. Yeah, I was going to say I think Oculus too is going to be more flexible in the other things that it can do. I yeah. think HTC's thing is going to be for gaming. Mhm. You know. Yeah. But I think Oculus well, I mean, is Oculus more general really... device. It has infinite resources, and I'm not just talking about money. Access, yeah. you know. Everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's going to know about Oculus. I'm not on Facebook. How dare you? Well, I am, but I don't, I don't yeah, know. You know it. what I mean. <laughs> I'm the one person that doesn't really use it. Or <laughs> two people. Maybe three people in the country that doesn't really use Facebook. I'm the other. <laughs> we got a couple in this family. Yep. Curmudgeons. I'm not really on social media at all. Neither I. I have Instagram. That's it. I don't have anything. I used to have Twitter. Even I don't even. Do I can that. respect that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I explain why. It's because of the election. Oh, sure. And the stuff on oh, Twitter yeah. is just brutal. I don't want to hear it. I just delete people if I get annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts? I think. Yeah, I think it would do Sony well to release a bundle. A competitively priced PlayStation bundle. Ooh, what would like that be a, like seven hundred bucks? I was thinking seven hundred. That would entice me really, because you're not only are you getting a bitching console, you're getting access to virtual reality. Yeah. Mm. Say they announce a bundle, Corey. Ready? 
Yeah. You get your PS4, your your VR, and it comes with No Man's Sky for seven hundred. Mm. What do you say? VR supported No Man's Not, Sky. That sounds pretty good. You you have your colon No Man's Sky. How about E Valkyrie? That's supposed to be the game for VR right now. Eh. <laughs> You're bigger on No Man's Sky we than E Valkyrie. Game and then he goes sour on it. <laughs> Free game, it, screw it. it. Keep it, your game. For, for me, like the the games themselves don't mean anything because I don't know. Like they all sound great conceptually, yeah. Um, but I feel like if I have a virtual reality headset, I'm going to be able to play free, you know, versions of really cool experiences. Tech yeah. demos, you know, yeah. Tech demos with the virtual reality headset, and th- that might be enough, right? Really, to keep me satisfied. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't necessarily know as if I'm in the need for a, you know, 10 to 20 hour VR Virtual game. Virtual experience. I don't, yeah. I just imagine playing like... I just want it because it seems fucking cool. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think it's going to be at least at least at first until... Because, I mean, obviously eventually they're going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. I think for now, because they're so clunky, I think you're looking at an hour or two here and there mm-hmm. experiences and not like I wouldn't be able to sit, sit down and play the Witcher for eight hours with Plus, a like, VR headset. You know, it's, it's the, it's not made for a family guy. No. So like if I'm going to have kids, I can't have something strapped to my face all the time when I'm at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't even like, look like turning around to play my computer when the kids are around. Like yeah. I can play the, the Wii or 3DS, but even, like, the isolation of turning and facing my back to the rest of the living room is right. scary. I mean, my son's fine, and he always was, but my daughter gets into everything, so I can't even, I can't take my eyes off of her for two seconds because <laughs> she's into something that she shouldn't. Get a, yeah. get a leash. Or, oh, I hate seeing leash people in public with those kids' leashes. Just Gosh. get a baby Bjorn, Dan, and just leave her in it. She spent a lot of time in our baby Bjorn when she was little. Yeah. She's like a stone now, though. <laughs> All right. That's our thoughts. Should we call it a pod? Yeah. Do you want me to just quickly go through my nibble bits without any conversation just yeah. so I don't feel like they're wasted? Yeah, we sure. We might have done them. Yeah, I think we, we – was one of Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we went through everything. Set in Egypt. Yep. Yeah. Come in 2017. Mm-hmm. Major League Gaming. Yep. Yep. Purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy VI Mod. We didn't do that Didn't one. do that oh. one. Uh, Final Fantasy VI mod for the PC replaces the new sprites with the old ones, so all you complainers can have it the way you want it. Thank God. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the new sprites, but call me, call uh, me a complainer. The other one was a Russian man addicted to Fallout 4 lost his wife in his job. Oh, yeah. And is suing Bethesda for damages. <laughs> oh, oh you fucking asshole. Some, someone brought up the point that uh, if that was a thing that you could do, Blizzard would have been out of business a long time ago with World of Warcraft. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's like uh, I have no sympathy for that guy. Th- it made me think of a story that happened to me at work today. So he stops this person for stealing, right? It's a mom, her son. So the mom's probably in her 60s. The son's probably about my age, about 30. He's got his little son with him who's probably like two. The mom, the old mom, had stolen, I don't know, 15 cookies probably. But they're like 13 bucks a pound. It would have been, you know, 15 bucks or so. Stuffed them down her jacket. Setting a great example. Yeah, exactly. So myself and the security guy, we stop her. And 
he's trying to explain to her, you know, I'm not going to call the cops on you, but I need you to come back inside because he can, like, issue fines and stuff like that. She was being fine. The son was being an asshole and making it way worse than it needed to be after she was stealing. Mm -hmm. And she says to him, he said he's not going to call the cops on me. I'm just going to go in with him. And he goes, well, he's probably not being honest. He's not being honest. (laughs) You're stealing. You're stealing. So it just made me think, like, this Uh, guy's suing somebody because he's being a dickhead. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Even the the lawyers said, oh, we just want to see how far it can go. Well, yeah, they just want to make a buck. Yeah. No question. Well, yeah, what do they give a shit? No, they don't care. You know, they get a big payday uh, if they win, and if they don't win, they get legal fees. You know? Well, and if what if they win, what they do is they make a commercial that says, "Has your life been affected by Fallout 4?" Yeah. Did you guys see the uh article I tweeted today on our on our Twitter? Which one? From the Onion? No. Oh. It's really good. Uh hang on. I'm going to I'll butcher it. Let me pull it up. It was basically about um gun control relating to to video games. <laughs> You know nice. the onion. Oh yeah, always fantastic. I, I like the not the onion. It's ones. entitled "Nation Fondly Recalls When Just Regulating Video Games Seemed Like Solution to Gun Violence." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's got a Grand Theft Auto picture. Nice. <laughs> it's worth a read. I like it. Uh, all right, shall we call it a pod? Yeah. yeah, it sucks. Did I miss anything? Um. What we played, you missed all of that. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to talk to you about Xenoblade, but we'll just talk about it next week. Yeah. Oh, Corey. I still, I still want to do an episode on Xenoblade. Yeah. I thought maybe the Thursday, because Eric's probably not going to be able to join us Thursday before his wedding, right? I won't. Let me pull up. We'll account. try and plan it for for a week when Eric, Eric's going to be gone. I won't be so. here in two weeks. Okay, so maybe we'll do it then. Yeah. I'll be in Virginia. Okay. That, that, that'd be the perfect time to do a Xenoblade episode. Corey, did you finish? No, I want Eric to be there for it. Go ahead, Will. Did you finish listening <laughs> to the I already the explained thumbies? a little bit to Eric. Yeah. Uh, did we spoil Life is Strange too much? Uh, I can't remember specifically now, but there was one thing that was said that I felt like was a, was a little too much of a spoiler. Okay. But otherwise, I thought it was vague enough Okay. To, to make our point. Maybe it's because I was drunk, but I don't feel like anything was spoiled for me. Yeah. I was fairly. Uh, I think I think Dan might have said it. Somebody might have said that if you had already played a good amount of it, then more of it would have been spoiled. If then if you just played none of it or a little of it, okay, yeah. then you wouldn't have realized what we were talking about. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, sorry, Valerie, we didn't try. I was to, very confused. Uh... Well, to be fair though, you did say there could be spoilers. Yeah, and, that uh, was yeah. said. And we were drunk. And we were drunk. Not oh, me. Yeah. I was the one that probably spoiled it. The one thing. That's when the spoilers start flowing. <laughs> flowing like wine. Yeah. All right. You know what I noticed? Go ahead. Sorry. Last thought. That's right. Uh, <laughs> is how often I say things are silly and stupid when I've been drinking and we're doing a podcast. Really? You just say that's, only that's stupid or with. that's silly? You did say yeah. silly a lot. Yep. Like a ton. Sure nice. did. And I kept doing that right brother thing. Did you? I don't know oh, yeah. that. Yeah. I was just happy that you and I had a peaceful existence this year, Corey. Yeah, we did. That was we nice. Did, for the most part. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think we'll have to no, change that for next year. The only two arguments were Undertale and the console. 
And yeah, that, uh, and the you, Undertale argument really wasn't. No, I still think I'm in the right on that argument. You were telling you, you were saying the same thing Dan was saying. You were also yelling at me, and I was just sitting here. No, you guys were telling me my reason wasn't good enough, and I was trying to stand up for myself. No, I don't think I yelled at any point. No, you were. I, getting, I fact, remember. I know, I know I didn't yell at any point because I listened. You to You were it. getting very vocal. You raised your voice a little bit, but I, I remember oh, saying, "Oh, you sound like my girlfriend." I. <laughs> That's what I've always wanted. I remember saying to you, you're making a pretty good case for Undertale. Yeah. Like making and, me want to play it. And that and wasn't your objective. If uh, if Sober Me could have interjected Drunk Me, I would have said, well, you know, it is my number three indie game, so yeah. Yeah. I am making a good case. I'm just explaining why it wasn't higher. Yeah. No, it was, it was did funny. I, but did I give you a hard time why it wasn't? Because you were like... I felt like you were going to leap across the table. Yeah, you were getting upset a little bit. And how you're like inflection and how you're moving your hands. And me and Dan were just looking at you because well, all the, I said is, the, why didn't you like the, it? Uh, whatchamacallit, the hand motions and stuff, I, I don't remember. I'd have to watch the video for that. Yeah. You thought he was Italian for I, a few minutes. I talk with my hands on occasion, too. But honestly, in going back and listening, I didn't think I was overly animated or upset. No. I was just trying to drunkenly make my case. You were I, it was just funny. It was funny. <laughs> oh, the memories. Yeah. All right. Uh, that'll do it for episode two thirty three of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.